I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. For a Toronto man, a waste man? A waste uh, man is the equivalent yeah, to a, a, a market buster. Or a, a bucket. bucket. A, no, but a bucket is a straight up drug. Like it, it was. Cur- it used to be. Drug. Yeah, it used to be a custy. A druggy. Yeah, that's that was the upgraded custy. Ah, custy to bucket, bucket to buck tea when they put mm. it together. Is that how we starting? We not yeah, even thirty seconds in, you motherfucker! Straight to it! Oh, Fuck yeah, yeah, baby! We what was, you thought? We was gone for a week, but we back. What you what you thought? What you thought? Uh, we, we wasn't gonna come back. It was just I was just on vacation for a week. That's all. And he came back Corona free. Revitalized, recharged, ready to fuck shit up, man. Melanated. Very, oh, you am ain't I darker. You ain't even light skin no I'm more, darker? bro. Hey, I didn't know if I caught a tad to be honest. <laughs> usually, <laughs> usually it's way more like apparent. I don't know why. No, usually, li- I don't know why. Even your lips are darker. You smell yeah, mad I weed, bro. Mad weed out there, brother. Uh, you had to. <laughs> if you don't, the weed like, is what are you so doing? bad <laughs> that you have to. Like <sighs> you, gotta, you just need the right link, man. I wish my I do. guy hit you up. Yeah, because that's the thing. It's like, but that's what I consider bad weed. I don't. When I say the weed is bad, somewhere, like I said, the weed was bad in New York before. Yeah, I've said the weed is bad in Michigan before. I've said the weed is bad in Miami before. But it's all dependent on your link. No, but that's what day. makes the weed bad. If I need a link mm-hmm. in Toronto, <laughs> I can walk into a group of random people. <laughs> Standing outside the Drake Hotel, say, "Yo, let me get a hit," and that shit will be some fire, some bangers. But that's also very scary because I had a moment when oh, I came back home. Oh no, bro! Oh no! What the fuck is in this weed, <laughs> bro? Fam, bro. Fam, fam. That makes you realize. Fam, you realize, bro. I what? smoked weed. Out there, and it took me three, two, three spliffs to get high. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it took me two spliffs, and then it took me one spliff. Eventually, it's like my body adjusted, bo- it acclimated to the to the high, to the high. But when I came back, <laughs> <laughs> I said, "When I came back, y'all don't hear me inside here today." I said, "When I came back, y'all, the weed, <laughs> the." Y'all don't hear me inside here tonight. I said the weed Weed? was on a different level, dog. Okay, well. Like, I randomly just heard this ad. You are hiding a child. (laughs) For no reason while smoking. I'm like, I looked around my room like, what the fuck? (laughs) Bush, where you? Yuck. (laughs) (laughs) But no, dog, I I took, I swear to you, I took probably two, three pulls. And I knew I was going to be really high, right? I was looking forward to it. I came home. Got showered. I was like, ah, once I smoke this, I'll make sure I have everything done out of the bed uh-huh. so that when I get into the bed, yep. I no longer need to leave the bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You had this perfectly thought out. Oh, oh. It, it, all planned. Right. Planned yeah. from the pl- from the plane. This was written in your agenda. You know when you can't fall asleep on a plane and oh, you yeah. just start thinking about life? What am I going to do when I get home? <laughs> <laughs> 
I planned that whole shit out. It was methodical. <laughs> it was it was surgical. And then um, yeah, I I I sat down, took two three pulls, bro. What kind of weed was it? It was true OG. Okay. From Cushion Motion. Shout outs. Follow Cushion Motion on Instagram. Good old tell them that Marlon sent you. They might give you something good. And I'm dead ass serious. If you guys tell them Marlon sent you on Cushion Motion on Instagram, you'll get a little, you know? Shout Maybe I look a extra. Maybe I look a split files. They might put a little extra gravy on top. Might put a little extra gravy on that bitch. You feel me? Smothered like a motherfucker. But um, so you smoked it? I smoked and I was flying halfway through this i'm flying like yeah. like first yeah. time you smoke weed in grade 10 flying high like, school high whoo wee i was it, was it gave me the giggles i was like but then as soon as i finished this feeling of anxiousness yep insurmountable anxiousness yep. took over me <laughs> and i was like my heart i could feel my heart was probably going a little bit faster than normal and i was just feeling a little not queasy but just uncertain for no for no reason there's nothing to be certain or uncertain of but i was just uncertain you know what it is because when you smoke weed in jamaica you're certain that it's not going to affect you in the way that well it would normally affect you and you get home yeah and you have no expectations of it you smoke it and you're just like Whoa, 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 whoa. No, but I had the expectations. It was like going into a movie that someone was like, yo, dog, this movie? Fam. And you're like, yo, don't hype up the movie, fam. Because if I go in there and shit, I'm going to fight you. Yeah. Then I went and saw the movie. I was like, fam, the movie was fucking crazy. <laughs> it was too much. I, like, yeah, I couldn't even have the to leave, dog. Like, I was flying. Fast forward wow. to the next day. I have... Um, Flip De Niro, Jay Critch concert to host, yes. which was fire. Shout out to my boy Jones. Shout out to Playlist Canada. Um, great show. I had a bunch of Toronto artists perform prior. But even before all of that, I get to the show an hour early, right? Um, and I get there. I was feeling fine all the way there. No, yep. no problems. I get there. I immediately needed, like, needed a glass of water. I'm like, I think I'm going to faint. For no reason at all. I'm like, I think I'm going to faint. And you I smoked there? Yeah, I had smoked that day. Okay, yeah, okay. I had smoked that day. Um, I think one spliff probably. And because that's all I needed. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, yeah, I'm there. And I just kept feeling like I needed to faint. I'm like, why do I feel like this? Like, I feel like I need to faint. I feel like I need to throw up. I feel like I'm nauseous. I feel like I'm weak legged, but like I'm fine. Like, there's nothing. You weren't hungry, no nothing? Like, you ate? I. I'd, I had ate. I didn't eat that much, so I was thinking, oh, maybe it was that. But I'm like, I, I this is a lot I of times this. I forget to eat. Yeah. Like, this is what I do. <laughs> like, that's not a big deal. And usually the, the kush, if anything, will distract me from the hunger for even longer. And I won't really even feel hungry. Yep. So then I'm, I went to the washroom twice. I'm like, oh, I got to throw up. I got to throw up. Stood there in the washroom, nothing. And I just wanna, I went to, by the time I got on stage and when I... Got on the mic, it all just went away. It's weird. And I was convinced the whole t hour before the show, I'm like, I'm going to fall at a Jay Critch Flip De Niro show <laughs> in front of these 18, 19 year olds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fall in front of PS4 rappers. I am pissed. Wow. I was pissed. But you <laughs> why are you dying? <laughs> no, that's not a PS4 bad thing. Rappers. But that's the only, I call them PS4 rappers because Jay Critch, Flip De Niro. They all play PS4 um, like crazy? No, no. Roddy Rich. <laughs> Um, um, even the baby before he the, he blew up, 
they were PS4 rappers to me. You don't see them on the radio. You don't see them at award shows. Um, you don't even really hear about their shows, like selling out stadiums or anything. But anytime you go to a nigga's house who has a PS4 on YouTube, that's what's running is mm. Jay Critch, Flip De Niro, like that's and they get mad hits. NBA YoungBoy is one of the most streamed rappers in the world right now, and that's because of PS4, of PS4? niggas. PS4 niggas that are just like they just run the music video all day long. Music videos. Remember when you used to go to your cousin's house? I don't and all I, I day don't own the PS4. Well, it's, it's picture it this way. Remember when we used to come home? First things BT. Mm -hmm. You'd see, you'd watch BT for so long. You'd probably see the same music videos yep. every single day, three times a day. On different shows, you had Rap City, you had 106 in Park, you had BT Now, you had The sure. Pull Up, you had uh, Uncut, and you're seeing these same music videos, but it's nothing. You loved it. You're just, you're yeah. in it. Some people, that's them on the that's PS4. That's what they do with J Ja Rule. Yeah. yeah that ass. No, much. Ja Rule, like, pfft, used to kill that. If he was a PS, if PS4 was around back then, like, if you play YouTube on your, on your N64, Ja Rule would have had hits. <laughs> Out oh, here on, on your Dreamcast. <laughs> on your Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, YouTube on a Dreamcast would be crazy. Oh, it would be bootlegs. 2K1. Oh, man. LimeWire would have flourished. Ooh. If LimeWire and YouTube joined forces at the time, oh, man. YouTube Na wasn't out yet. Napster. La Napster. Bear Share. <laughs> Kazaa. Kazaa <laughs> was a fire one because that one was usually the one that you wouldn't get the Bill Clinton voice. <laughs> <laughs> I got that once. Have sexual relations. I got that, that once, movie. but it was from hiphop.com. <laughs> I hated that nigga. <laughs> Over a hundred beats at hiphop.com. Oh, that guy. Fuck. <laughs> Over a hundred thousand beats and sounds at hiphop.com. <laughs> and he had the explosion. <laughs> hiphop.com. He would be at the end of like fucking Omarion. I'm trying to. <laughs> it was so <laughs> random. <laughs> I'm trying to act like I don't want to be with you. Hiphop.com. Crank that soldier bar. Find that hiphop.com. <laughs> I don't want to wait for the last to be on hiphop.com. <laughs> Yo, hiphop.com. Fuck you forever. <laughs> Look at his photograph. <laughs> hiphop.com. <laughs> Look at this photograph. Is the, that's our official song? I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what we need to come out to to the next live show. Yeah, yeah. straight up. Look at this. <laughs> but it has to be a bunch of photos just in the background playing on the on the screen. And it's before, not us. It's not, not us. Families. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's the photographs left in the photo frame when you buy it at Dollarama. Those uh, generic <laughs> Walmart generic ones. ones. Straight Holy up that shit. comes with the photo. I always wonder what the, like, do those families, you never see, like... They don't get no royalties for that, man. They don't? Because you never see, like, like you know how, like, somebody will get a picture on a billboard, they'll go beside the billboard, ah, ah. You never see one of those families pull up to the picture, like, ah, ah. <laughs> It's us in, in your local Target. <laughs> like, you know that weird. passport photo pic? Mm. Like, that, like... 
that generic passport photo yeah, yeah. picture. You said every passport photo place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I always see that same Asian girl <laughs> and some dude. They've been using the same people since the fifties, nigga. That shit, <laughs> that shit did not I'm change. Like, she better got paid good for this because there are no mixed people. That's how old those pictures. Are. <laughs> <laughs> there was no commingling of races at the time this photo was taken. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't allow the mixed nope, to be pictured. Nope. <laughs> That's yeah. evidence they exist. That's Them and the gingers. So you never funny. seen a ginger passport picture. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! I've never you never seen even that. yo. You know gingers are the least included people of yeah. all of our people. <laughs> you never see them. You know how like you'll see like a YMCA mm -hmm. and it'll be a, a YMCA advertisement. It'll be a nigga in a wheelchair is like Native Indian. You got like an Asian dude that dresses like a black guy, <laughs> and then you got like a, two, two or three or four, five white people, <laughs> and then that's inclusion. <laughs> Those white people always have to outnumber the others in those pictures like even captain planet 100%. remember captain planet he had one yeah. asian thing he had a black guy then he had three white people <laughs> why'd they give the native guy heart because <laughs> that's all he had left that's all he had left. <laughs> heart <laughs> earth wind fire water what heart. do i got left heart you have your heart <laughs> heart and that's even how he out. says it <laughs> He's sad when he says it's earth, wind, fire, water, heart. <laughs> Captain Planet, he's a hero. Did you guys see the Don Cheadle version? Yes, yeah, I did. That's I the fucking best. died. That that's funnier the... die version was hilarious. Pedro was fucking the heart guy. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Was so Yo, good. I always thought the Captain Planet song was the new kids on the block song. <laughs> it's not step by step. No, because it has that doo -doo 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 -doo, step by step. No, but even the melody. Captain Planet, he's a hero. Step by step to the world. Captain Planet, he's a hero. Telling on to the world. I had the new kids on the block board game. Do you remember when they took over the world? Bro. I had the cartoon. I had the they cards. Had the cards. They had the gum. They no. had the, the stick books. My sister was all that's, that. that's when how I got into it. The labels really knew how to market mm, yep. to the consumers because now you that's, don't see that. Like they rely on TikTok and all these other outlets. I just seen even Meg the Stallion made a dance for one of her songs on TikTok, and I'm like, oh god, <laughs> they're reaching. <laughs> yeah. Like once you see an artist in the video with the dance challenge doing the dance challenge as the first one to yeah, before, introduce like, the dance challenge. Creating the challenge yeah like, don't create, don't create the, the internet challenge. do it for you yeah then like it's the, beg my favorite one right now is the switch the fucking, oh the, the light switch? switch i just flipped the switch click flip, click flip. i seen uh alex rodriguez and j-lo that was odd i don't care it was odd. They did, a, they did the clothing switch? Yeah. The it was odd. <laughs> I don't know why. Because everybody did the same thing. Almost. Yeah. My favorite is the baby one. The baby one was good. The baby on the counter holding. He's just holding. He looks like he doesn't even know why he's here filming. Yeah. He's like, all right, I'm going to just hold this here. He stood so still. And then the light flip switch and the he's niggas in the diaper. Out. And he's going into. I was like, okay, yeah, this one's lit. I like the one when the girl runs. They're like, no, no, no. Click, click. And they're like, fuck. Happened? <laughs> That's sick. That's sick. She's like, don't come in. Don't, don't. Click, click. And then the guys just stand like, what? <laughs> See? 
You see? You see what happened? There was one I seen a guy did it with his girlfriend and she posted it. He's like, nah, you said you ain't gonna post this. <laughs> <laughs> Would you break up with your girl? Uh, no, nah, that's this. I'm breaking over this. <laughs> <laughs> this Are you no, fucking stupid, no, dog? Nothing embarrasses me. So Yo. Maybe she's just a clown, yeah. You have me out here looking crazy, dog. You don't respect me. This is deeper. It's a deeper, darker secret here. Yeah. A truth that we need to unveil. You want, You felt the need to embarrass me. Why? Maybe she thought you could handle it. I can't. <laughs> I told you before. <laughs> If That's you put like this out, I won't be able to handle it. You want me to leak your nudes? Whoa. <laughs> Let me get illegal. Would that be <laughs> illegal if someone told you you're not allowed to put... Well, I guess you can't prove they didn't say you're not allowed to post this. Unless you had it on, like, recording. Let me just start recording everything. All conversations. <laughs> White people do it. Yeah. And down, intern. Down. Down, boy. <laughs> that boy saw her and just blacked out. By the way, there is a white uh, version of the intern. <laughs> there is a white version of the intern working at Much Music. Yeah. If you're hearing this, yeah. reveal yourself. Because <laughs> if he's not walking around with Kirkland, honey, he's walking around with a manuka. Yo, if that nigga got that manooks, <laughs> I don't manuks? know. I don't know. He, the he, Kirks versus the manooks. The manooks. <laughs> uh, manukas. <laughs> What's wrong about the manukas? <laughs> The Manukas is not touching the Manukas. I'm gonna just tell you that right now. Me and Norm pulled up on intern in the DMs with Manuka honey on <laughs> deck. <laughs> like, we all, what, what's this guy doing with his regular ass honey? Norm sent the first video. Like, nigga, you need to step your shit up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have Manuka honey on my counter. I'm like, oh, oh shit, they yeah, had, they shut your shit up, nigga. When, you, when I saw that video, you do that, doing it to him, like, yes. We moving on up, baby. Like, I don't. This nigga, internet ain't got no manuka, honey. You are hiding a child. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got no manuka, honey, nigga. You hide the child, nigga. How'd you guys do? Uh, How was your last week and a half? I feel like I haven't seen you guys in a month. I just been. There's a lot of work, man. It's work. Work. Man, man shows. Work. Smoking work. a lot of good. Week. No, I got a tooth pulled. Mm. I lost. So I lost a tooth. I got it pulled. I didn't lose it. I. Yeah, which one was distracted it? <laughs> and um, did you lose it after you distracted <laughs> it? <laughs> no, I looked at him like nah, I don't want that shit. Because it was so it was so embedded. Like it was, he was like, "Yo, this is really hard to pull out. Your teeth are really strong, so you had to actually cut it in half. Fuck. Then pull it out in twos. Shit. Um, yeah, my teeth are long. That was my problem. Yeah, you look all like, the way down here. You got long teeth, eh? Yeah, long teeth. Filipinos pronounce teeth the way we pronounce a one boob, <laughs> one boob. A singular boob. Long tit. Uh, I like you have a very nice tit. <laughs> your tit are so beautiful. I cannot believe the size of your tit. You should have been an avocado. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have tit in between your. Uh, you have avocado in your tit. You, ha you have avocado in your tit. It's so Could funny because isn't that the same uh, word for lawyer? Hmm. Abogado. 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 I, I think that's lawyer in, in Tagalog. It sounds like the last name of a baseball player. You should have been an Abogado. Carlos Abogado with a hit <laughs> in left field. Um, no, but when the I day. got when I got that shit pulled, they're like, "Don't smoke weed." Mm. And you smoked, you know. And yeah, I went straight <laughs> to the High on Cheese podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you got even higher than you normally would. <laughs> I got. I went straight to a hot box, right? Oh my god! And then of course I was like, "Natish, I can't smoke. I'll just." I'll just be around, you know, I'll take in the hot box. And he said, fuck that He's shit, like, bro, bitch. when I got my tooth pulled, I smoked like an hour, like not even an hour. The moment I got out, 
guys and his girls like a big smoke. She's like, yeah, me too. Four wisdom teeth. Did it. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it then. Why not? So I did it. It's bad. And yeah. Now like. That's bad. It started messing with. Like I it's not healing faster than it should have. Well, you know, they say disease comes through the gums. Yes. So like smoking through the gums is not going to be. Especially with backwards. You smoke only backwards. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's a lot of. So here's the thing. Tobacco. It hit me, okay, mm. while I was smoking weed today, ah, just before the show. Yes. And I had a little mini mental breakdown because I just got lost in the marijuana sauce. Because mm. since I've cut down, right? Yeah, the lights just dimmed. Nice. Set the mode. Uh, mm. Since I've, because I actually did cut down mm. as a result because I'm just like, yeah, maybe have your one a day. That's it. That's all you get. One yeah. smoke. So I do my one smoke a day, but my tolerance went down. Heavily. Like, heavily. Yeah. yeah. So back to you, you know, coming home. <laughs> I was on the same shit. This guy's today. flying. I smoked and I just, I'm like, because I was struggling. Should I do this before the podcast? Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should. I just want to do it. I love the taste. So I did it. And 10 pulls in. I'm like, why did I do this? <laughs> <laughs> you got to get. <laughs> why are you smoking right now, Norm? You are hiding a child. <laughs> do you not love yourself? Do you not care for your well-being? Your mouth is your is your bread and butter. It's your instrument. It's your instrument. You you speak. You know, you, you smoke. You 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 cook and you taste and, and you, you say people. You say everything is your mouth and you're treating it with such disrespect. <laughs> yeah. Who are you? You kiss your your loved ones with this mouth. They went to loved ones. <laughs> and then I say, and then I was like, my nephew. <laughs> But I love him so much. I gotta be there for him. I can't even kiss him on the forehead. Cause I just dirty, disgusting, smoky mouth. Who are you? The demon of a person, you. And this is literally 15 minutes before, before I coming to here to get here. And I'm like, I can't even do this podcast anymore. Is there even a reason? You got an well. existential crisis. And I. I sucked it up like Norm. You got this, man. You fucking got this. You got this, brother. What's going on in this world today? And then intern, you mentioned Mercury was in retrograde. I'm like, and it just ended up ended today. And I was like, man, I was just going through it. Oh, I was just it. going through it. It feels like everybody's going through it. Everybody's going through it. Everybody's going through it. Coronavirus is going. Like yep. all this shit's happening in the world, and people are like, what? are we going to do and they really don't know what they're going to do and they're I feel like they're they're distracting themselves with other shit and I feel like and I asked for this I'm, I'm gonna be honest guys I think uh, <laughs> I think this is my fault tell us Marlon what, what now a couple weeks ago on this very podcast might have even been months ago maybe years I said that I think we need a plague <laughs> We need disease, pestilence, illness to wipe <laughs> to out the weak. To wipe out the weak, namely the older, older folks. I said we need to get rid of all of them, right? If we want to get rid of racism and all that stuff, we got to get rid of the people who started it. Yep. And uh, lo and behold, coronavirus only preys on what? The weak, old, the elderly. The incapable. Natural selection, one might say. Mm. Mm. Oh, but a tail. <laughs> but the yeah. nurse told me, mm. you're fine. You're not young. You're not, you're not too young. You're not too old. 
this thing only affects the weak. Yep. And if you're way too young and haven't built up the immune system or if you're way too Mm -hmm. old, your immune system is overworked and done. But the problem is we can still contract it and beat it but we can give it to other people. Mm-hmm. That's the messed up thing. So I can, we can't go around our kids. We can't go around our loved ones, our old loved ones. So now... And you don't know if you have it for two weeks. Right. It's like chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> There's no signs that you have it. You just got it. And you could spread it for two weeks without knowing you have it and then get it and tell people, oh, yeah. And then they go, <laughs> what'd you do for the last t- two weeks? Could you retrace your steps for us? <laughs> and you're like, I smoke weed. <laughs> What? Two weeks? What? Two weeks? Two minutes? <laughs> what did you just say? What, did, what was the question you just asked me? And even though, even still, the droplets apparently are only active for a couple minutes. So if like someone who has the coronavirus touches a surface and they get any droplets onto that surface, like they're only active for like two to three minutes. It's not like it's an all day thing or uh, next week you can touch the same spot and get it. Like it's got to be pretty quick. Of a turnover rate. That's why public transportation is so like, I, I grabbed a rail today out of just natural instinct and yeah. let go of that bitch like a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa, what am I doing? I was. On- I will drop today. <laughs> That's if I got to skateboard my way to to this shit. I I'm gonna do that. The streetcar was so empty today mm. on the way here. Same. I was doing ASMR on the streetcar. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, listen to the TTC. <laughs> Oh, here's ding. <laughs> the sounds of the TTC. <laughs> this guy's like, wow. got, that could be so relaxing. But it was because it also shut off. Like mm. the actual streetcar died. I think when that top thing that attached it to the electrical wire fell off. So it went dead mm. silent. And I was on the phone and I was the only person on the phone when it happened. And when Somebody it went silent, I was like, yeah. So when I was crying about my <laughs> nephew, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it just turns around and looks at me. Has that ever sister. happened to you like in a party or anything like that? Like a movie? Like, you're like, yeah. So then I put my finger in her asshole. <laughs> and everyone just and like, that's when the music cuts off. And <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's happened to me before in LA. <laughs> so like, wow. I didn't know anyone there. <laughs> And That's, I was like, what's his name? And she told me to fuck her. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I turned around and everyone turned like, and I was like, fuck. Oh, now they think I just talk and about sex. That's <laughs> what I didn't say to anybody. And like, the Lord saith unto thee. Let's <laughs> <laughs> change up the whole thing. Oh, man. But yeah, no, uh, Jamaica was fun. Shout out to Jamaica. Yo. Jaja weed, all right. Back to before we move. Like, speaking of Jamaican weed, when I was I was out there, and it's so weak because people don't like they're not like white guys that treat it like a science and mm-hmm. go deep into the botany. Like I went to this one weed field, and I was I asked my homie, I'm like, yo, how did you go? Like, what's the process in all this? And he goes, yo, I'ma take the seed and me dash that's the seed. It. I was like, what? That's, that's it. it. And done. And then done. Come back two weeks later. Which one, girl? We girl. we feed. I was yeah. like, wow. You just let nature take its course. Just that's it. And it's beautiful because when you smoke the weed, you feel natural right after it. Feels ve- it feels no like lagging. you're smoking like actual earth. Earth straight up. Earth. It I can still it, talk. Yeah. I can still think. I'm and. It's There's no anxiety whatsoever. At whatsoever. You're no. so relaxed. And I was like, is this the setting or is this the weed? And I was like, maybe it's, it's a conjunction of both. But it's it's both even sure. still, like, I wouldn't want one without the other. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like peanut butter and jelly. Like, why am I going to... 
fuck with a good thing. Did you, I, did I you eat oxtail it. out there? Of course. Of course. How did you like it? It's great. Just better, as good as Albert's. I was going to say better than Canada? I don't think that, like, I don't know, I don't know if that's a thing. Like, what's, how do you make it better? You have your seasonings. You have your, your, your method. What, what's better? It's not like they can add something out there that you can't add here. That's why I've never gotten. It's either you're a good cook or you're not mm -hmm. a good cook. It's, it, it's that simple. With me, and it's, there's so many different ways of, of making oxtail to certain people's liking. Like some people like want it, it soft, fall Maybe right off the up. bone. Some people like it a little chewy. Some people um, like it tough. Like if you go to Pat's, Pat's probably has one of the tougher versions of oxtail in the city. Like you got to really bite through that meat. You like it that way? You I don't like mind it. Fall it. off the bone? I don't mind. I don't mind either way. I'm not picky like that. Mm. Me, I just love oxtail. I like fall off the bone. You like fall off the bone? I want to fall off the bone. Mm. I, don't I like sticky. Well, sticky is, it has to be sticky. Yeah. Because of all the collagen and all the gotta be. meat juices and marrow. It's got to feel Naturally. like glue adhesive on your fingers 100%. You got to feel, feel like a licked envelope that just dries <laughs> up. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like it's got to be so sticky that like after you're done, your fingers when you put them together will not separate mm -hmm. nothing. But I've had like I like a dark oxtail. Mm. I don't like I don't like the I don't like a brown. red oxtail. Yeah, when no, I see yeah. a ready brown oxtail. No, give me I want some some browning sauce in there. Mm -hmm. I want I want some some caramelized sugar. I know somehow, what you mean. Still, dark, you know, and a bit on the thicker end. Um, on the thicker end, you know, like, I don't like it too thin. I don't like the sauce too thin. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. Yo, intern. Just the, the one right around, that little cafeteria right there. Yeah, thank you. Yo, intern. Ooh. ooh. Since you're here, man. Damn, nigga, you got sent you're to the stove? Oh, <laughs> shit, you son. You are hiding a child. <laughs> I'm gonna need two packs of backwoods right quick. Uh, <laughs> no. Just give me some water, please, kids. Please, and thank you, kids. Thank you, brother. All right. Um, but yeah, nah, man. You, so, was when you were there, you were there. It was a wedding. It was a family reunion. It was a funeral. Was my aunt's funeral. Oh damn. Yeah. Sorry. That's all good. I think you um, told me that, and I just fuck my bad. Yeah, my man. Condolences. It was uh, it was weird because like, I didn't have necessarily the best relationship um with my dad's side of the family because of him, mm -hmm. um and my feelings towards him. Kind of like I let that affect my relationship with my other family members on that side. Which I shouldn't have done. I totally understand it, though. It happens. You know what I mean? Like, you just don't... You know, if you get involved with one, then he's going to show up, and it's just not something you want to be around and whatnot. Like, I, me and my dad don't have the best relationship <laughs> at all. Um, and, yeah, man, it was just a very big learning experience for me being on this trip. Like, I learned so much about him. I learned so much about the history of our family. Mm. I saw the places, the property that we own and shit like that. Did it like, help bring context to like a lot your father and why he is the way he is and uh, help, help you understand how you need to maneuver around yeah. him and how he became <clears throat> well, to be? It was like, I just learned more about him that like, and it was funny because my mom, I was telling her I didn't want to go because he was going to be there. And she's the one like, oh, you're going to regret it. Yeah, you're going to grow up mm -hmm. and regret it when I'm gone on. He was in the hospital a couple months ago. I never went. And, like, I, my brothers are telling me to go. My sisters are telling me. I'm like, for what? I don't know this nigga. Like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it really does not affect my life. And then, yeah, going there, I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, I'll just, 
I won't necessarily, I'm not going to be the guy that's, oh, dad, tell me everything. I want to know why you did this and why you did that. <laughs> like, I don't care, yeah. right? <laughs> so it's like, but I'm like, all right, whatever conversation comes from it, let it, you know, let it come from it naturally. I'm not going to force anything, whatever. If he has something to say, he'll say it. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, I got there first night. Um, it wasn't awkward. It was awkward for me. Was but, it awkward seeing how many people looked exactly like you? Um, <laughs> well, my brothers and sisters, I like, I've, I knew they. Well, whatever that yeah. family picture was, you posted. I was my like, dad was the the one because it's like <clears throat> walking around the area that we live. Everybody knows my family, everyone, and um, especially because we own majority of the property around there. They know my my dad. They know my my aunt. They know my grandmother, my grandfather, and. So walking around, so is it all Palmers? No. What do you mean, like around the area? No, like the, your family is. Yeah, yeah, Palmer all Palmers. Side? Yeah, all Palmers. And my grandfather worked for like forty years to accumulate all that land that he got down there, and um, pass it on to his kids, my dad and my aunt. And then, <clears throat> so yeah, like just walking around everywhere you go. Yeah, Edison. Yeah, Edison. Yeah, hey, yeah, Edison. You can tell right, right off rip. And I didn't know why. Like I, I get it. Maybe I'm like maybe it's because I'm light skinned Maybe it's because I'm light skinned and like we're the only light skinned family around here. And as soon as you see a light skinned family, plus I don't look like I'm from here. They probably just know everybody who comes up from Toronto is Eddie's son. Then I went to the house and I got uh, some pictures of my dad when he was Y'all younger. Look the same, right? And everyone used to tell me, "Yo, you look like Daddy the Moose. You know, you look like Daddy the Moose. So you look like Eddie the Moose." And I never used to see it because he's way older now, right? He's got a mustache, he's got the like a little beard, glasses. He, he, he's bigger now, so it's like I never, I could never see it. Then I looked at this guy's pictures from when he was younger, like my age. Holy, let me show you this shit, nigga. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm gonna post it on the extra gravy Instagram because y'all need to see this too. <laughs> this shit is scary. <laughs> I was like, no. Nah, did it, nah, did it nah. open up any things that you never even knew you had? Like, not really. Nah, still, still, like, still, whatever. Look at that nigga. Oh shit! Even my fingers, this nigga got. Damn. <laughs> it's scary. Yeah, nigga. It looks like you know, in Back to the Future, <laughs> you are back. Damn. <laughs> Crazy. Damn. It's Marty McFly's dad. Crazy. Damn. So I'm like, okay, I get it now. McFly. Like, because the majority of the people around the area that live there they grew up with him and shit. So like, I'm seeing women, some women that like used to have crushes on him when he was younger, and they're like looking at me like they're looking in a time machine, like they're in shock. And so that was that was probably the coolest part. That's the only thing we basically have in common. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, man, this week, like, my mom was really hoping that, like, you know, we'd sit down and talk, get to know him a little bit better, then we'd get a better relationship. But no, it was much the opposite. I don't like that guy even, even more. Why? Now that, Why? and I don't know if that's normal for people to say. I don't hear a lot of people talk about how much they really just dislike their parents, even ones they grew up with. But I really genuinely dislike this guy. For what reason? He's just a piece of shit. He's just so selfish and destructive. It's insane. And I, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to speak down on him like this, but I like being transparent on this show. I've always been transparent on this show. It's about what this show is, partly. Like, it's a safe space for us. We talk about our shit. I'm not going to go fucking online and slander his name or anything like that. But, but let me ask you this. Between us, man, is, no. Is this, 
is this a projection of self and maybe you're just hating something in him that you see in yourself um you also hate probably like i know um i'm not destructive i don't feel like i'm destructive i've I can't even think of anything I've really been destructive about. But the selfishness, yeah, but not to that level. Like, everyone's got a bit of selfishness. I don't think that that's, you're devoid of that at any level. You're selfish in some way, whether it's emotions, physical things, whatever. I mean, whatever it may be, I always, whenever I feel like I'm hating on something or hating on someone, I ask them, what is it about them that I may have? And insecurity and I'll in yourself. See yeah. If that's what the correlation is. And if it's not that, then mm. it's like, oh, I genuinely just don't like fuck with that. Yeah. What they're Because I'm very self aware right? like you. Like, we, yeah. we notice something and we'll go deeper. I think it's probably a comedian yeah. thing where it's like, 100%. we can't take things surface level. It. We got to dissect it down mm. to its minute detail, like, till to, to nothing's left, till yeah. it's a particle. And so, like, I, I looked at it that way and I was like, yeah, I, because I'm trying to find traits in him that are in me that I would be like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I, okay, I can get to like this guy, you know, mm -hmm. I just, it, it's nothing, it's just nothing. And I don't know if it's too late in his life, maybe for me to attempt to do that. Um, I don't know if it's all the years. I want the important poem. Oh, my phone. I don't know if it's all <laughs> the years of just not talking to each other. That's built up this wall where we can't like relate on that level, but it's just not gonna work out, unfortunately. Yeah. And yeah. it's sad. I was hoping it would work out, but was there an effort on his end to, to no. be a father to you? So there's no need for you to have an effort on your. That's how I see it. I get it. If I if I looked at it, I always look at things from my point of view, <laughs> from the other person's point of view. If I were to be in their shoes, it's if a, it's I knew I'd not done uh, my part. In almost anything, not even just <laughs> raising a child, <laughs> like yeah. anything, right? Yeah. I'm going to feel a sense of guilt. I'm going to have some empathy, something, yeah. you know what I mean? And I'm going to either, I'm going to own up to it and say it because I, for, I also like putting the ball in other people's court and I don't like leaving things unsaid. Yeah. So I'm either going to just say it and like see where it goes. If not, then at least I know I can die knowing I tried to established relationship it just didn't work out but when i see no effort on the other person's part i'm not gonna yeah why am i gotta go anywhere why do i have to even go 10 percent? what's great is like sometimes our kids like when when, when someone has a child their child is like them times two mm -hmm. you know what i mean so if your father was like i'm not gonna be a father to you you're like i'm not gonna be a son to you times two you know what i mean big facts <laughs> big facts you know what i mean so it's, you guys are similar in that sense. We're like, hey, man, you taught me how not to give a fuck. Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah. he didn't really teach me how not to give a fuck. I feel like I developed that by myself. Inadvertently, inadvertently, yeah. Tell you, like, like in the same way, like, for instance, when I was breaking down thinking about an nephew today, it didn't come from me feeling like I'm being a, it came from, okay, I was, I was breaking down because I thought about me not looking out for myself, and if I don't look out for myself, how am I supposed to look out for my nephew? Then when I started breaking down, I thought about why am I thinking like that? Why am I so guilty and you know not being there for my nephew? And then I thought about my my own traumatic experiences with my pops and being like, oh, because I don't want what my father what did to me. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do that to, to my him. nephew. Yeah. And it, and I'm just like, oh, this is all just at the end of the day, this is all me. There's mm -hmm. nothing have to, that has to do with my nephew. This yeah. Is all what has to do with me and my past traumas and whatnot. I can't look at him and and put it on him or look at anything else but myself. Well, it's got to do with me as well because, yeah. like, <clears throat> I understand that he had not the greatest uh, upbringing as well. Mm -hmm. 
and he had you know his own traumas uh growing up as a child that he had to deal with that you know possibly impacted his life in, towards this direction 100%. and i've acknowledged that but i've also acknowledged the fact that people have a choice you know what i mean at the end of the day like you you sat there and you made a choice you didn't choose to blame your dad for everything and say oh woe is me like fuck him whatever you chose to be like take some accountability and be like you know what this is what i have to do yeah. to rectify the situation i don't need to be that person yeah right everyone has a choice that's why i don't get what people say oh this person was that way so that's why i'm this way or i'm born in this month so that's why i do these things it's yeah. like you have a choice at the end of the day and even so you have like an even better reference point of what not to do. Oh, saying, hey, that's what I don't want to be. So like, why would you not know how to be? Thank you. The opposite of that, when you have the perfect reference point. And if you've had so much life to get to that, to get to that understanding and still haven't chose to, mm -hmm. then there's no and hope for you. you. I'm sorry. Yeah. I have nothing to say to you. And so I, at my young age, relatively, have seen, acknowledged all the wrongdoings of, all of my parents, not just my dad, my mom, my stepdad, my dad, all three of them have done things that have been shaky along the way. Him just more, you know what I mean? <laughs> and they've all done things where it's like, at the end of the day, you grow up, you get becoming an adult, you realize your parents are not going to have it figured out. You thought they did when you were a kid. You thought all adults had it figured out. They don't. They're just going through life and learning as they're going along as well. Especially me being the first kid out of my, my mom's children i'm you and you're the first kid you're the test dummy yeah <laughs> like but we get so uh like worked up and mad of why the third or the last child um gets like the the best things and like is handled with such care and all this and it's really your parents have figured it out now like yeah. to an extent they, they've known okay i made a mistake with this child here i'm not gonna do the same thing with this child okay i made a mistake with this child here i'm not gonna make the same mistake with this child and they're learning as they're going along so like i've accepted that and i'm not i don't blame my my mom or my stepdad for the little mishaps that they may yeah. have had along the way because at the end of the day it also made me who i am and you're, i like who i am you're lucky too though because there's a lot of parents that like try hard in the beginning mm -hmm. and then the next two three they're like i give up on yeah. you guys. and then the yeah. next two like don't get it don't at get all. It at all yeah <laughs> it's like it can work both ways people have a right. choice right yeah. and so like yeah i've accepted all those things and like it's not even necessarily a forgive thing because I don't even think it, it, it can be a forgive thing when someone hasn't done it deliberately. It's, it's unintentional yeah. mishaps of someone it's trying life. to figure it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not, I, I hate when people say, oh, I want, you know, I just need an apology for this and that. You don't need an apology. It's people made a mistake that they didn't even know they were making the mistake at the time. <laughs> and they still probably don't even know that they made the mistake. So they sure thought they were just doing what they're they had to do. True, true. And I'm sure you don't hate your pops for, for anything. Then you just don't fuck with them. I just, just don't, don't fuck care. with them. Yeah, I just don't care. It's not even There's like... no need to care. It's not even so like I, I, even I'm, I don't have to go on care. a slander campaign. It's not like he hit my, my mom or like, you know, he didn't do anything to me. Mm. But he didn't do anything for me. So it's like... I. <laughs> there's nothing to really care about and everyone else is trying to force me to care in my family but i don't <laughs> i wonder if like if you have a child because i feel like there's got to be a point where something will bubble to the surface that you didn't know was there mm -hmm. because you're just constantly living a life of just dealing with it and yeah like, knowing like you've it seems as though you you've known how to deal with it and how to handle of it your whole life mm -hmm. 
But then there always comes that one point where you just never know. I'm wondering like it, when that's going to be because everybody else yo. around me has that moment. I'm just, even today, literally walking here, I was thinking about that after you said what you said. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, man, why don't, why don't these, it wasn't even <laughs> like I was jealous. I'm just like, why does this shit ever happen to me? Like, <laughs> why don't I ever have these like moments like where that happens? And I'm like, what is it going to happen? Yeah. And when it does, what's going to when is it gonna be? Where am I gonna be? Like, do I have a soul? Yeah, like you know what I mean. <laughs> am like, I heartless? I'm like, am I heartless or am I strong-minded? I can't. You can't tell, right? Or am I? Have I shoved them so far down? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't even remember they're there anymore. You know what I mean? Smothered so much. Smothered like a you don't motherfucker. Even know anymore. <laughs> You're just eating gravy soup, bro. So it's like. <laughs> It's a trip, man. I don't know, like, I, there's so many people I know around me that are having just mental breakdowns. They're having triggering moments. They're having um, trauma just reappear uh, from things that are just, like, so insignificant. Like, something just out of the blue. Literally the straw that broke the camel's back. Like, that one little thing that just, doink, and like, whoa. Crazy. You just travel down this vortex of pain. It is nuts, man. Like, that, that, and I, I know I it's going to happen. I don't on anybody. I just always try to tell people it'll happen because i was the same way like i've always felt like do i have a heart i go to funerals and never cry mm. you know i would get over things so quickly i you i can get someone to break up with me or something i'll break up with somebody and i'll cry one second next me like i'm good and that's yeah. it never think about it again i'm like is my bounce back rebound yeah. period too quick like do mm. i not care enough i used to think that was a fault but i think it comes down to just you know when something has to affect us in the way it has to affect us it will affect it us. will yeah because like but now it even doesn't have to affect aunt, us in that way so even my not. aunt like she was my when i was a kid up until probably 10 she was my favorite aunt mm -hmm. like there's no denying it this is the aunt i have the most fun with she gives me the most jokes um and she bought me my first nintendo like my first video game Ooh, console ever aunt right there you know what i mean the aunt that bought you your first console. <laughs> bought me oh, my first console, bro. Favorite aunt award bro, right there. Bro, off rip at four. You know what I mean? And just like, she was just so fun, full of life, always laughing. Never remember a moment she was mad, right? And when I got told she died, I hadn't seen her in like double digit amount of years, right? And I'm just like, man, like, I, I ruined an opportunity here because of this guy. Yeah. right and um it didn't even hit me really like i was sad obviously but I, it didn't hit me because once again we hadn't had that yeah, contact disconnect in so long so there's a disconnect and then i got there i'm still like fine i'm chilling go to the service i'm helping out everybody else fine i'm chilling gone through the service everybody singing speaking on her talking about her life i learned that she's the reason i exist there was nobody Say in what? the Palmer family in Toronto until she came to Toronto, went to U of T, got a nursing degree, sent up for my for her cousins and my my dad and my grandfather ended up buying property in Toronto and that's how Palmer. She's in, that one in I, Toronto. I got that, that started. one same like uncle relative that brought home the whole family. Everybody, yeah, that's her. That's, that's her. Amazing. And so yeah. like I didn't know that as a kid. If I had known all these things. <laughs> like you know what i mean the relationship would have been 10 times better and then get to the um because i was a pallbearer nobody told me that <laughs> until i got there and i'm like holy shit like this is you don't even remember walking down being a wait no oh pallbearer sorry. yeah you had to carry the yeah I had to carry the casket and i nobody had told me that until the day of the service i'm like what <laughs> and so like 
carrying the casket now and um, bringing it to the second location where their actual burial is happening. Mm. And it's really cool. I think I actually might want to get buried there because my grandfather, grandmother buried there. Um, another one of my older relatives are buried there. And it's in that same neighborhood. Like, what I mean, it's in that same neighborhood. Beside my aunt's house was the church that we went to. Wow. Like, literally, you can touch it from my aunt's house. Damn. The church right beside that we basically allowed them to build on the land is right beside. That's the church that we did the service in. Then you drive down the road, turn like two lefts, and that's the cemetery. And it's all still in the same neighborhood. And I'm just like, man, everyone that dies around here is going to stay here. Like, that's... It's weird, but it's cool. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I, there's a sense of community that I'm like, that's really dope that, like, your whole life is here. Like, your whole life. It's kind of crazy. And um, we, brought the, we brought her to the, the cemetery. And, um, yeah, it was not until they opened that up and were putting her in, I just exploded boom here it goes it was a rat <laughs> it was a rat bro flooded and then afterwards i can't remember what joke i thought of i thought of a joke while at the funeral and i'm like you are fucked i'm like you can't turn this off you're fucked in my head i'm like you're fucked like this is crazy i'm at a funeral and i'm thinking about a joke because of this funeral <laughs> I got shit can't for that, bro. Don't worry, we're in the same boat. <laughs> I'm like, I am fucked up. That's all I could think of. I went straight to the car, rolled up a, a, a spliff, and just sat there and smoked. And I'm like, you're fucked. You're standing at you're standing at your, your aunt's funeral, crying. Five minutes later, you think of a whole joke, a whole five minutes. <laughs> it, it was, it was. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> and then I read the, the joke? comedy bible. <laughs> I read the comedy Bible. You ever heard the comedy Bible? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. First, first paragraph, I think it is. Um, it's like, these are the questions you need to ask yourself if you want to become a stand-up comedian. Um, do you uh, break things down to its like smallest detail? Do you this? Do you that? Then number six or seven was, could you think of a joke at a funeral? <laughs> yes. And I was like... Well, all right then. Okay, okay. That's maybe us. I'm not. Maybe I'm not that fucked up. I'm just a comedian. This is <laughs> who we are. This is who we are. Um, my boy. Shoutouts to my homie. Get well soon. He got jumped and stabbed wow. multiple times. Sorry to hear that. Right. And recently. Recently. Jesus. And when it happened, you know, and just knowing the relationship we had, we talk shit with each other. We snap on each other all the time. Like it's a fun, fun loving relationship. Uh, his girl came through, gave, there was a card. He's, she's like, yo, can you guys sign the card? Write whatever you want. Mm. My, d <laughs> my comedian ass. Oh, right? God. <laughs> writes, I'm not good at writing these things, but I'd figure I'd take a stab at it. <laughs> I'm like, God's fucked. You know what? Forget it. I'll just cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just cut it out. <laughs> Uh, and get straight to the point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm writing this <laughs> well card. That's a three hitter. Just right? boom, 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 ba boom to the body. Just literally, <laughs> literally. <laughs>
now we are fucked. In my head, I'm like, oh, I want this to hurt oh. him as he's laughing and reading the card. Yeah. I'm, I want him to be like, no, what the fuck? <laughs> my boy goes to see him. Oh, no. And he, and he comes back. He's like, yo, Norm, two things. Um, <laughs> uh, I need you to pass this money on off to your homie. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, I got you. It's like, oh, yeah. And the comment you wrote in uh, the card. And one, once he went, oh, God. I was like, no. He's like, yeah. Oh, no. I was no. like, no. He's like, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, like, yeah. I was like, wait, he didn't take. He's like, he, no. He just, he just gave me the no. I was like, you better go see him now. Oh my god! You better go visit him now. Uh, <laughs> whatever time you have, next time you get your day off, you better go see him. I'm sorry. I'm literally going to see him after <laughs> this episode, guys. <laughs> yeah! Oh, baby, baby. I'm Marlon. <laughs> Big Norm. And welcome back to the Astro Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> now that you know our live and trauma, <laughs> for 50 minutes we gave them trauma. For 50 minutes we gave them trauma and we didn't tell them our names. Yo, this is the worst show ever. Like, who are we listening to right now? Oh who my god! Guys? Why do you guys even listen to us? This is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! It's like I hate my dad. Welcome back to the Extra Gravy Show. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Yo, my boy got stabbed. Welcome back. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the worst show ever. I, I the worst thing is I had a video where because he also got stabbed in the armpit, and I went tickle tickle. Oh my god, Norm! Good thing I didn't. No, that tickle tickle was too. Take the stabbing, cut this out. Point the tickle tickle. I'm fighting you. I'm fighting you. I can't even put on deodorant no more. I'm musty for the next two months. I gotta heal up, musty. You cracking Yo. jokes? Oh, Shout man. out to the homie, man. You know I'm, I'm talking. Praying I'm not for gonna that. say I'm praying for that you, uh, that uh, reunion <laughs> later today. Holy so shit! So I'll give you guys the update later. Oh my god! And I, and I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna send you guys the video, and maybe we'll post it or not. Yo, be careful! You going to the hospital? You be careful, bro. Yo, nah, hey, nah, Norm, you gotta be quarantined before you come back to the <laughs> show, fam. Hey, man, you're not old, you're not young, you're strong. I'm black, actually, so I'm I'm black. You, you feel you me? Good. You feel me? Ah, let me touch that. Let me touch that kid one more time. Let me touch that vaccine one more time, baby. Hey, man, we're the black people of Asia. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? We're Filipinos the are fine. Filipinos are the Negritos. Be fine. <laughs> we good, right? We good. We don't Holy got Corona. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did you hear how what about, Corona's how doing about in Indians, Italy? Though? Indians don't have uh, not not many East Southeast Asians. I'm starting to here. think that the cure is just seasoning your food. Straight. <laughs> well, but then it's either not it's under seasoning it's or over seasoning because <laughs> Chinese go overboard, go overboard. A, bit, <laughs> a bit too playful and too adventurous. Too adventurous indeed. You know, that soup, fam. Come on. Um, basically, I think curry is the cr the cure. 
curry? Curry. Because mm. what the West Indians and Indians. Mm. I don't hear anything about Thailand. Mm. I don't That's know. That's it. Maybe, hey, you might be on to something. Is, is curry the cure? The I used cure to think it was about people who didn't shower properly. Because you know white people don't wash their legs. But it started with Chinese people. So. Asian people wash legs? I don't know. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. I'm not Asian or anything. Filipinos have thick calves. We got to wash our calves. Because <laughs> of all the service work. <laughs> Just constantly the on modern your day feet. hobbits of society. <laughs> you ever see the size of Frodo's cankles, man? Nurses be on their feet. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to hold up this family. <laughs> Yo, um, in Italy, they suspended mortgage payments. What? Yeah. In the wake of coronavirus outbreak, economic impact on families and small businesses, they've... Because, oh. you know, Europe, they just think logically. Okay. <laughs> Over in North America, if everyone got corona, they'd be like, nigga, your rent is due on the 1st. I need it at 9 a.m. Thank you. Oh, man. But, dude, I don't know if you heard about the Filipino guy that got, almost got beat to death in Italy because they thought he was Chinese. And they thought he had the Ronas. they thought he had the Ronas, oh. and they beat him half to death. Not the Ronas. It's like, guys... Stop it. <laughs> it's like, guys, stop it. Like, <laughs> that is all. I was going to no, say, <laughs> you need to leave Asians alone. I know you're already doing that, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I don't know what. I didn't even hear about that. That's crazy. Uh, Coachella's um, postponed. Coachella, North by Northeast. I thought the NBA altogether was going to stop uh, fans from coming to games, apparently. They were, that, they were thinking about that. Um, right now, I know the locker room and media situation well, yeah. is, uh, there's like a lockout for the media in the locker rooms. But I thought collectively, the NFL, the N uh, NBA, NHL, NHL, MLS. All of them, all the big uh, North American sporting leagues came together to say, we're going to either postpone or just not allow people into the locker rooms. I don't know which one's which. Yeah, uh, locker rooms. It's just all locker rooms. Yeah, locker okay. room stuff for now. For now. Um, and they're telling players not to shake hands or high fives, just give daps. Because I don't know why your your knuckles aren't susceptible to corona. I'm just, <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. Don't, no open hand, just uh, just bump fists. You know, the, you know the soldier handshake when like, you go a bit further and grab the forearm? Oh, yeah. So these guys are like, no, you just got to do this. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I grabbed the forearm and I'm like, wait. That's where people dab their coughs into. And that's where people like, sweat nah. the most and like, shit. You? I'm yeah, like, no, no, I'm not grabbing your forearm, buddy. No way. No. I've been doing these. Elbow daps. Straight Elbow up. daps. I seen the, the one TikTok where the, the two Asian guys come up and they, yeah. with their feet. <laughs> and I was like, that's a sick one. I'll dab a man with my feet for the rest of my life still. That's <laughs> all you niggas deserve. <laughs> my Indian friend sent me um, this thing of why Indian people don't get corona. Mm. Pretty racist, but it was kind of funny. But it came from my Indian <laughs> friends. <so. laughs> one of the things was um, Indian people don't shake hands. They have the, like their little namaste, hello there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's half the reason. Like We don't spread because we don't touch each other. <laughs> okay. You know, we don't. We don't. Yeah, because if you think about Italy, like Italy is getting it bad right now, right? And if you think about All their, is their greeting is cheek to cheek, double kiss and shit. Niggas too, like, that's just what, that's, that's their dap. Essentially, is a double cheek kiss. So, but then I just realized Indian dudes hold each other's pinkies when they walk. Oh yeah, they do, don't they? So, hmm. I remember that uh, Russell Peters. Isn't that <laughs> <laughs> isn't that what his thing was? And I've seen it. And I seen it when I was in India. Like the, the like right now, we'd all be sitting 
10 times closer with their arms around each other doing this podcast. Google that. <laughs> In India. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'd be so very... We'd be really close, just leg, <laughs> leg leaning on each other's legs. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, they they lounge a lot more. They got this... Then you got the shisha, too. So hookah smoke. Just mm. chilling around on pillows and shit, frolicking. Anywhere you frolic, <laughs> that shit could start spreading. Um, But, uh... Better news in Ontario, especially what? considering uh, our recent discussion <laughs> <laughs> of trauma. I think it's only right that we uh, announced that Ontario is to provide free therapy for people with anxiety or depression. The, the province is rolling out a new program, the first of its Beautiful. kind in Canada, designed to deliver free cognitive behavior ther therapy online, by phone, and in person to individuals, families, and youth aged 10 and up. Click it. Depending on their needs, Ontario is set to announce $20 million boost to give greater access to mental health therapy programs. The Ontario government will spell $20 million to increase access to publicly funded talk therapy. The latest signal that promises are recognizing the growth, growing need for access, free access to an effective treatment for mental illness. I'm so happy that they're taking this shit seriously, finally. Yeah, finally. Shout out to, yo, shout out to Canada. Yeah. Shout out to Ontario, more, more you know, specifically. Now, I hope it's just good grade therapy and not just the bottom grade therapy. Shock therapy. And when I say therapy, because, you know, sometimes I'll be going to doctors and they'll just be like, oh, you'll be fine. Just just take this and you'll be good. And I feel like they're just brushing me off because it's free. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm exactly. Like, I know this is free. I know this is like you're going to see a whole bunch of other people where at least in the States when you're paying for it, they give you like they have to treat you really they, well, yeah because they're paying they're, top exactly. dollar we're here it's like it's free so like that's anything like, okay that's anything you know that spills mean? over into just especially like us as creatives yeah get somebody to do something they or even worse even fucking worse someone volunteers their uh. efforts to do something for free you never asked to do it for free they volunteered to do it for free and then they still do a shit job and they do a shit job because they were making money. Exactly. Out. You volunteered to do it for free, my nigga. You should have said, I'll do this for free and half-assed. Like, I get the whole you pay what you get for, but don't ask me to help. <laughs> and then not help. I'm just saying. Mm. And I hope there's a lot of there, there's um, therapists of color. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. Because I would never go to a therapist that wasn't black. You're not going to understand me. I'm sorry. I think all therapists should be the, like, it should be race-specific. <laughs> Not gender. Because I feel actually a black woman would probably be a better therapist for me than a black man. Mm. But, yeah, maybe that's what it also should be. Maybe it should be same race, opposite gender for your therapy. Or just all women. <laughs> I really don't. I'm sorry, I don't believe in man therapists. <laughs> Is that bad? It's weird, because I wouldn't want a Filipino therapist. No. No, because I feel like... What if it wasn't a traditionally rooted, like, not like, they're not, like, super religious or, you know, like, with the still... They don't have hold the same traditional values as old school F Philippines, but mm. they still understand it like you do. Yeah, if they understand the culture and are from it but are still uprooted from it, mm -hmm. and they're not fully... Their roots aren't stuck in those foundations but they understand it because they've been through it yeah for sure because you'd want somebody that knows what you go through exactly but at the same time filipinos are sometimes too filipino at fault 
culturally mm. and that can affect the way that you even act around another filipino yeah you know what i mean so exactly like, just knowing that i'd be like judged by somebody else too the way i'm programmed to act around another filipino would already change like how i should be naturally how, yeah you know sharing I mean? that I'm information okay all right is this a filipino thing oh hello <laughs> sir like uh, <laughs> I, my filipino shit turns on i'm like okay no i'm not filipino shit shouldn't matter i'm just coming in as a patient to a doctor boom that way but for sure i wouldn't want a white guy definitely not 100 percent not a white guy yeah and i feel like a lot of therapists are white guys mm -hmm. which is odd maybe like i think i i can handle a white woman but still would would rather someone of color yeah I feel like a, a woman would be just best for that. But yeah, more specifically, a woman of color. Yep. Definitely a black woman. Women, 100%. And that's not even to... And it's weird. It's crazy. I don't know if it's... Uh, and I know it's not. But it's, in, it's interesting how like society, especially the media, has that old wise black woman narrative. The oracle. The oracle, you got the, the like the nanny that will be like all wise and all knowing or just some like random homeless lady that just keeps coming back and telling you like what's about to happen to you or like, just and something. Jemima looking dude. Yeah, like, like and then but in that same regard, that thought process is not spill over into the world of therapy. Like you at some point they're like, oh, tell this Miss Cleo to chill out. Yeah, you know like I mean? you would think like, that black women would be like the Michael Jordan of therapy. Like they would be like well known as mm -hmm. black women <laughs> are the therapists. You know what I mean? Like they know all in movies, they know all in real life. And so, like, I wonder where that narrative began and how it's not spilled over into like the real world. Because if you think about it, they only even in those movies they're not respected, even though they know everything. It's almost like they're, they're just literally telling us, we don't care if you know everything. <laughs> like, well, that's the thing. They don't want you to know everything. But they, they so. act like we do in movies, like in, when it, in regards to like the old, wise black person. It's not always a woman. Sometimes it's fucking Will Smith on a golf course. <laughs> the legend of Bagger Vance. You got Driving Miss Daisy, War Morgan Freeman. Lawrence Fishburne. You got Lawrence Fishburne. Like, there's so many different examples of, eld of black people coming in and out of someone's life as if they weren't even there, but imparting such wisdom. <laughs> but the, imparting wisdom and still sounding like a slave half the time. Oh, dressed like one, all of it. It's so weird. That's so weird. And now you got me one? thinking, all wise people always look. Oh, was that him? No, 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 no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, Talk about the intern sexual preferences. Okay. That keep walking past. Oh, it, was, it was that dude right this there. This room. No, 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 not oh. that guy. Okay. <laughs> Who him? <laughs> it was his. Uh, nah, I'm not gonna snitch on. But yeah, let's see what is the extra gravy this week. Judge Judy will end in 2021 after 25 seasons. 20? She been on 25. That's a long time. She's been on 25 seasons. Oh my God! Wow, I just did the math quick. That's nuts. Judge Judy's been on 25 seasons, right? Judge Judy, each season, finishes all seasons in two weeks. 
She films two weeks every season, and that's the entire year's worth of episodes. In 25 years, Judge Judy still hasn't worked a year. <laughs> Whoa. She's two weeks under a year. In 25 Y'all ain't hearing me right now. In 25 in years. In 25 years, Judge Judy hasn't worked a year. In 25 years, you ain't worked a year, <laughs> year in your, your life. life. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. That's called getting to the bag, brother. Wow. $440 million dollars in less than a year. In 25 years. Mind you, that's net worth. That's what she that's what she made in 25 years. Let's do the average. That's oh 47. My God. 47 million a year? Oh my God. Damn. That's how many old people are at home watching TV all day? That's how many small claims court freaking episodes. Bruh! How many? They probably just got everyone from Springer and and Maury, and just said, "Yo, we got another show for you. <laughs> One more ride." <laughs> Yo, imagine this. Imagine they find the people from Jerry Springer and Maury, and they just they just meet up in like a, one of those underground basement parking lots, and like. <laughs> like Vin Diesel start of every Fast Furious movie one more ride <laughs> <laughs> one more trial one more ride <laughs> oh what is it this time Judge Judy <laughs> yo oh. that's so fucking funny but every time I hear Judge Judy I think of um, what's that dude from uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, oh, I don't Doug, watch that show. Doug Judy. Oh man, that's such a funny show. You gotta watch it. I don't like it. I don't like Adam Sandberg. Oh, Disgust no. us. Oh. That's your guy. Yeah. It hurts. He's trash to me, man. I'm sorry. Oh, he is really bad to me. There's another guy on that show that I really like. Doyle. Is that him? Everything yeah. you got. Everything the you got. Black hair. The big eyes. Big eyes. Yes. <laughs> From Superbad. Yes. Yeah. He's I love favorite. that guy, man. He's, He's such an unsung hero. So he cool. falls under like the realm of like, um, what's that Asian guy in uh, Hanover, Hangover? Yes. Like they're yes. in the same tier. Dr. There's Dr. him, Lee. Dr. Lee. There's uh, uh, the guy at the start of uh, Pineapple Express when they're the old time and he's smoking weed for the first time and he's. Oh. You know that guy? Oh. And he was like, he used to be on SNL. He used to be on SNL. And it's at the start of uh, Pineapple Express. They're like, it's like the uh, army is like trying to figure out what is weed or whatever. And they're doing tests on him and he's smoking and he's just, he's going off for like five minutes talking about different shit. And that guy is another one in that realm of like hilarious that doesn't get talked about a lot. Mm, that's There's for sure. So many funny people, bro. Did you see that Netflix is a joke premiere? Yeah. Bro. I've never seen so many funny people in one spot in my life. In my life. Wow. It, they had Dave Chappelle. Like, just name someone who's funny. And they're on the, sh uh, they're on the festival. Yeah. Yeah. We have to find our way to there. That's, that's exactly where we need to be. Oh, my God. Dave Chappelle. Find the list for me, please. Find the list for me. Because that list was retarded. Um... Okay, Steve Harvey. Of <laughs> course, <laughs> good old Steve. Um, yo, have you seen these Dr. Umar Johnson videos, bro? No. You know this guy? Dr. Umar Johnson? Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doc. 
<laughs> he kills me. Okay, so this is the list. Because the Festival for Crime documentary wasn't as fun. Ali Wong, Amy Schumer, Bill Bird, Dave Chappelle, David Letterman, Jamie Foxx, Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, Kevin Hart, Martin Lawrence, Schitt's Creek, Dave Chappelle, Billy Crystal, Whoopi Goldberg, Chris Rock, Jerry Seinfeld, Sarah Silverman, Wanda Sykes, Hannah Gadsby, Graham Norton, Brett Kaiser, Tom Segura, Jeff Ross, David oh Zell, Chelsea God. Handler, Chris D'Elia, Jack Whitehall, Jim Jeffries, Kim Jong, Mary, Marlon Waynes, Michelle Wolf. Who else is on here is worth talking about? Norm MacDonald, Pete Davidson. Did you see his special, bro? Did you see Pete's special on uh, Netflix? Yeah. I saw the clips. Bro. He's good. He's good, bro. He's good. He's good. He's really good. He's funny as fuck. <laughs> I'll only tell you one part because it's, it's not going to even ruin it for you. You're still going to die. <laughs> this part, Halfway through, there's a part where he stops and he's just like, okay, I've always wanted to do this. Congratulations on all this. On pausing. Thank you for pausing uh, during the sex. Welcome back. <laughs> he's just like how was it i've always wanted to do that <laughs> during oh! Netflix. <laughs> yo i was dying i'm like yo if i was having sex and i heard that during this like you know when people just start having sex during netflix if i heard that shit i would crack the fuck i would be done i couldn't have wow. sex after that that's, that's too funny so dope um yeah that's, that's an all-star lineup bro that is heavy man i don't see any canadians on there that i know not one not one Got to change the guard, brother. We got to change the guard. We got to change the rules around here, man. I see one Norm. That's for sure. Yep, Norm McDonald, the more famous Norm. I see the Marlin right on top of him. More nice. famous Marlin. <gasps> That's so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> there we are right there. Oh, oh we my made God. Norm and Norm. Me and Norm will be live. Uh, <laughs> Yo, that is creepy. Maybe it's a sign, bro. It is a sign. Holy shit. We're going to be there one day. That's crazy. And there's the India All-Star Show? India All-Star Show. Man, what? I got my first headlining act March 19th, brother. I know, bro. I'm so proud of you. Let me tell you this much. Scary. As I saw that and I saw your voice, I was like... I really, really like watching you go through your your um, your uh, what do you call those the milestone moments in a comedy? <laughs> My first headline show, and you're so excited, and now you you've headlined like a million. Like yeah, I'm headlining. Because no, I remember the first time <laughs> I headlined, I was like, "Yo, this is it." Yeah, I'm not a regular comic no more. Mm -hmm. I'm not just the guy that you just booked to fill. I'm like, yeah. I'm considered a headliner, yeah. and that's a big deal because that's. It changes your, your money bracket. Trajectory. You're allowed to charge. Yep. It changes how you feel. It changes where, where you know you can go. Because there's some guys that still grind every day thinking like, oh, man, I still got to keep on going. And I like that. Mm. you know. And I always keep that same thing. But there's another part of me that's like, but just know you're not like everybody else. Yep. There's something about you that will take you to the next level because that's what puts you into this point. Yeah. So... When I see that happening with you, I'm like, yes. I feel like he's I'm taking realizing like bigger the power. steps. His powers are getting stronger. He's <laughs> he's harnessing his potential. Well, definitely my co my confidence has definitely grown like crazy over the last couple of sets that I've done. And um, my only <laughs> my biggest issue, and I know this is gonna be my biggest issue for life, is just repeating these sets. I never know when I can or or can't. I'm like. Were th how do I know if these people weren't at the last show? And if they were at the last show, how do I know they want to hear it again? 
And why would they want to hear it again? I shouldn't do it again. <laughs> like I talk myself out of a doing jokes that I've done before and then end up having, not having to write up new shit, but having to do new shit because I've already written up new shit. So I'm like, okay, I could do the new stuff. But then here's, here's you get even one. more anxiety because it's new shit. <laughs> yeah. Just know that you could do both. Ah, I know. You I can. Know. I and know. It's as, just as for the people watching, for the consumers, the customers, the audience members that have seen you and for those that haven't seen you like they deserve the the people that haven't seen you deserve to hear your best shit just as much as the people that have seen you deserve to hear new shit yeah so if they both equally deserve both mm -hmm. then you got to give them both true but then slip in the new stuff after you've already won them over with the with the polished stuff yeah because once they you've already got their trust like oh yeah this guy's funny anything you see after, after that, that strong ass joke yeah will just fall into their lap so easily. That's always what I always bank on. I'm like, if I start funny, I'll be funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, we've got the extra gravy hater hey! back in the building. Boo! 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 <laughs> Happy International Women's Day! <laughs> all year! Separate all year! This guy said that so fast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I got some jokes I gotta go over with you after the show. For sure. Um, but yeah, I wrote one on the way here. It's funny you say all this, though, because, like, I suffer with the opposite problem. I suffer with, like, oh, man, I've been doing this material for too long. Mm -hmm. I need to dead it. Mm -hmm. like, but I'm just so used to using it to get people right away, knowing that I'm doing it. Well, it's all dependent on the rooms that I'm in. Is it if safe know, to you? Is it a safety thing to you? It's. You feel like you're part, not. It's part safe, being feeling safe, but it's also part just wanting to make sure that the booker books me again. Yeah. Because yeah. if I kill this room, he's going to book me again. Yeah. And every time these guys book me, it's going to be in front of a new audience. But you have so. to have that confidence that you went in with the jokes when you first wrote those ones. You got to know that your material is going to be strong enough that even if it's new stuff, just like you said, you can work them with the stuff that's already polished and then throw in the new one. They're already in your lap. So you got. I think you got to believe in your material a little bit more. Like I did a show in Own Sound, right? Mm. And it was... 60 to 70 percent um um new shit or old shit yeah and then another 30 40 percent new shit but now this new shit was still like it was owen sound all white people oh god so yeah. i'm just like my new shit's all Urban. attacking white people <laughs> <laughs> yep so i'm like this is the place to <laughs> see what if, white people think <laughs> if white people can handle these jokes yeah is it the place? And I was going through it. <laughs> is it the place? And I was like, I'd oh. want to do it closer to home, to be honest. <laughs> but I won them over. I'm like, now I want to tell you guys these jokes because I just love how diverse Owen's sound is. Just mm. look at this crowd. <laughs> nice. You know? Yeah. You know, and then like playing with all that. You nice. know, and I already self-deprecated on Filipinos enough for me to be like, now let's make fun of y'all. In a sense, though, it's already working because you are the only Asian guy in the room. Yes. You know what I mean? It's a, because we once we point out the elephant in the room, it's almost guaranteed mm. laughs. Especially ones that people are afraid to say yeah. in the room. Like, if someone's there in a ridiculous outfit and no comedian's gone on it yet, and you br you're the one, yeah. you're three, four comedians into the set, and you're the one that brings it up, you're going to get the biggest laughs. Well, my thing is I wanted to diffuse it right away by saying, hey, man, Filipinos are racist as fuck. 
mm. we're all racist at so some point. Put them on the right? same playing field. Yeah. Don't worry, we're good. Yeah. You know, you know, let's say we call Chinese people this, we call Indian people that, we call black people this. And I'm like, you know what we call white people? They're like, oh, tell us. Like, Master. Uh, you know, <laughs> boss. And they're like, ha, 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 ha. I'm like, yeah. But now let's look into that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Why are you guys, why, why is that so funny? Hmm? Why, why, why did we all chuckle there? Exactly. Huh, There's a truth there. And then, boom. Now, as funny as it is, and as funny as you could all laugh at it, this is the harsh truth. In the same way, I'm going to show you the harsh truth. Yeah. Now, and then. Go into it. But. It's always I always feel the need to to massage massage mm-hmm. it into them instead of just going straight True. into it like well you got comics. to you, you got to I mean? well I feel like if that's your style throughout then it's got to stay consistent and you I think that's I mean? my style in life in general like yeah even when I deal with people it's like I always try to find the softest way well that's how it should be reflected in your artwork as well like when you're when you're up there like for me I'm a hot takes person yeah like I I'll say something right off rip. To start a conversation mm-hmm. that I know will lead to either greater understanding of what I'm saying, or I'll learn something deeper about confusion. <laughs> or deeper confusion, that has or I'll learn something more about whatever I'm talking about that I probably never saw before. Yeah. Right. So then, like that's that's my thing when I go into jokes off rip. I'll say the premise immediately. Yeah. I don't massage it. I don't let. I don't want to massage. It. I massage it afterwards. I'm gonna shoot first, ask questions later. When I do my comedy. So I'll say it right off top. Boom. Women are trash. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me tell you why. And then that's, you know what I mean? And I'll go into it like that. And that's, I feel, I think that's just going to be my approach, man. Like, I, I don't feel comfortable doing it any other way, to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. A lot of these jokes that I've written, especially lately, like, I'm proud of them, but man. It's a lot of material. <laughs> the, the hardest part for me is memorizing everything. Not even That's memorizing everything. It's memorizing everything because you know you have so many good jokes in there that you're like, oh, I got I to gotta get this part off, okay? But you, got, you can't miss this part because then this part won't make sense. But then you got to do this part, and it's just memorizing that order because it's like... That's why it, audio recordings are so essential in mm. comedy because when you hear the laugh breaks, you could also here yeah which jokes are the most successful based off how loud the laughs are yeah but then there are some rooms where all that will differ because one room will will gravitate towards one mm-hmm. you know vibe or style but whenever i listen back to my shit it's literally i only listen to my jokes my recorded sets right after i do them on like the car ride home yeah the bus ride home and i'll never listen to it again probably once, yeah. once i take it in i'm like okay yep that one, maybe not. That one, no. Yep, yeah, yep, exactly. Yep. It's real quick. And I'm like, all right, cool. Quick Next. edits. Quick edits. That one fell flat. That one didn't hit where I wanted it to. This might have gone over their heads. Scratch, scratch, scratch. Rework. And yeah, it's just, man, it's like a recipe, but you got to put things in in the right order. Yeah. <laughs> like with cooking, you don't necessarily have to even put things in the right order sometimes, especially if they don't need to be cooked a certain way or whatever. But doing things at a certain point and adding things at a certain point does change things yeah right but then it comes down to like what you want your end result to be and that's so they, also a tough part because sometimes you might put too much in the pot right. whereas where the end it doesn't it doesn't come together like it the worst part of writing <coughs> some of these sets is cutting out good shit that you mm. know will not relate to the rest of the set you came up with some good shit yeah and you got to take that whole chunk out because it's like if I don't include this this part, the whole set gets stronger. Yeah. 
But this part's so good. I like it. But I just can't. You got to get rid of it. Like, you can't fat, hoard. Man. You got to trim the fat. It That's... I, I only... Like, I think I it's down to, like, probably the show day that I trim all the fat. Because yeah. I'll have so much fat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to show you after this. I have so much fat that needs trimming. But I just don't know which ones to trim. That's I think problem. it's it's like when you start to say it to yourself and say it to other people you could almost feel where laughs may end up and where lulls can be as you're explaining yo so you have to understand where it's worth the wait saying it out loud is so different you know? than writing it in your mind it's because you could play it out in your mind how you hope it would go laughs wise but that's just what you're praying that's the that's your understanding of it you know what i mean like someone's understanding is completely different and then people will throw out words like we did i i told him part of this joke earlier that i was doing and he said one word and i was like oh my god that's the perfect word because literally sometimes that's what a, a joke will be missing one word i'm telling you one word can change an entire set starting beginning or i mean middle or end and so that one word i was like oh this just made this joke 50 percent more <laughs> more ah oh, that body shot yeah and so, like, little things, like, saying it out loud is what's always the, the thing for me, which is why I'm always coming to you and, and telling yeah. the jokes, because, like, I know when I say it out loud, I'll think of more shit. And then when you get on stage, is another level. Yeah. Because yeah. when you get on stage, for some reason, in that moment, even more shit things comes to you. Things just start falling you. into place. Yeah. As your mind crazy. is just racing. It's such a trip to me. I'm like, how did, I, I always get off. And I always think to myself, how did I not think of that when I was writing it? It's, yeah. It seems so obvious when I, it comes to you. I think because once you open the floodgates of that part of your mind, mm. like as it's being dumped, all this other shit that's been hiding behind Has the stuff at the now. forefront mm. is being dumped out with it. And it's like, oh shit, you've been here this whole time? Let me show you the world real quick. Oh, because that happens, a good chunk of, of, of my comedy comes from the the off-the-cuff shit that I'm doing in between the joke. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh, when you notice, a lot of my Diddy jokes, like when I say Diddy, like my little one-two-one-twos one, yeah. that are like not that long-winded, that, that. those are all just on the spot. Oh, I just thought of those right then and there. Mm -hmm. And those become the little fillers in between a minute full of laughter, right? You'll have like one or two big, strong laughs, but then there's like smaller ones, smaller ones, smaller yeah. ones, leading to that big one, and then, brah, right? But then there's those times when it's just like that long lull, but then you better make sure that last hit is like... It's got to hit. It's got to hit. You know? Okay. You just reminded me. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So that was the first joke I thought of at the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> this preacher, I don't know where they found this nigga. <laughs> I don't know where he came from. But the guy that did the sermon for my ass funeral fam. <laughs> Already... Already, Fab. this guy. <laughs> okay, so was it like the lady he on the starts, plane praying? It was wild. <laughs> it dog. He went. He started off by saying, "You know, when things like this happen, and you know, he's why. First of all, he why do Jamaican? pastors have this voice that they all do? Why do they all do the voice? Why don't you have your own voice? And was he Jamaican or American? He's Jamaican." He's doing the American church guy? Bro, Jamaicans do the same. It's the same cadence. All pastors that are black have the same cadence. It's crazy. The man's like, I know when this happened, you thought to yourself, this does not make sense. Say it with me again, church. This 
does not make sense. They want to be Martin Luther King. And then yeah. he starts, he's like, you know, when I was a boy, I used to play the soccer game in high school. I was top of my class, big head of the team, captain of the football team. Humble brag. Okay, I was lined up for scholarships to to so many different colleges and universities. That's your okay? point, Pastor. I had I had clubs watching me play, watching and coming out to watch. I had the whole town coming out to watch me play. All right, and one game, one game, I had. Five goals. Lord Christ. Five goals. Amen. All right. I scored the first goal within the first five minutes. Lord I scored the second goal two minutes Just. after that. And people are in there like, amen, hallelujah. I'm like, where is this going? <laughs> My aunt is dead. <laughs> where is this going? I'm like, nigga. All I thought in my head was like, I was like, okay, this is like a stand-up set. Okay, okay, so this is the build-up. And then the end is going to wrap it all together and everyone's going to catch the spirit and it's going to be like, oh. So <laughs> the man keeps going. He's like, and after the fifth goal, I scored five goals. He's man turned into like <laughs> fucking Bill Cosby. One, two, three, four, five goals. <laughs> okay. My coach pulled me out of the game. Pulled me out. I could not believe it. I said, this does not make sense. And, he's, and then he goes into this long thing, starts talking a bit more. When Ten people die, later, sometimes <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Bro, no, <laughs> imagine. The man, the man said, uh, yo, so two days later, we had practice. I'm not talking to coach because he pulled me out. I could have gotten the sixth goal. And the sixth goal would have been the record in Jamaican high school football. I could have had the record. And he took that from me. And so it did not make sense. So I did not talk to him. The coach comes up to me after practice. He said, do you know why I pulled you out of the game? Because I overheard the other coach tell uh, uh, another player, why is he scoring five goals? Do whatever you can to stop that man from scoring another goal. Break his legs. <laughs> and I'm like, and he's like, see, sometimes you think you have all the answers. <laughs> oh. Sometimes you think you know the whole story. But I'm telling you right now, God has a plan, even though things don't make sense. And I'm like, nigga. <laughs> you could have got there a long time ago. I'm like, first of all, I play soccer. There's no way that coach could have heard another player <laughs> and another coach on the other side of the field. Do you know how far apart they stand? You really think, and on top of that, you really think in high school football that a coach is going to tell you to take out, break another student's legs from a different school? You think that's going to happen? You think I'm supposed to believe this story? Because <laughs> I'm like, in my head, I'm also like, you know, comedians make up stories all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, to prove points. Just to prove a point. <laughs> I will make up a whole thing that you thought is real. <laughs> Do you know how many people th think that my dad really has grazed my mom's car and drove away? It's never <laughs> happened. <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> my name's not even Noah. <laughs> 
So like I'm like yo bro I, The whole time I'm sitting there thinking about Man this is a crazy joke right here <laughs> And I'm still contemplating telling it Who knows <laughs> It's a long one but my god it's worth it <laughs> it's, it's really worth it because of the end story Because you're making us wait just as long as the passage Just as long wait. as him making you wait <laughs> But what's funny too with that Is um, <laughs> You start off by saying I'm at church <laughs> yeah. This pastor da 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 when I'm you're at like, my aunt's funeral. No, no. <laughs> when you just start off with, I'm, I'm at, at church. church. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and after you get there, like, my I'm aunt is dead. dead. <laughs> and then realize, oh, my God, he's at a funeral. He's not at <laughs> yeah, church. Exactly. So praise the Lord. He's at church yeah, for I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing it down. Oh, man. Oh, good That's times. Good but see, don't you love how life experience writes itself? Itself. Itself. itself like, man. Those are the best jokes. I mean, there's people that are good at like creative writing, and writing about other things, mm. non-fictional uh, shit. I could write fictional shit based off of my personal experiences and then embellishing off of them. I could write it off of a point. True. Because I could write something that be realistic to like actual real life. Like this could happen. Yeah. So it's not far. It's not far off the realm of possibility, mm -hmm. but it still proves my point at the end of the the whole thing. Or like, for example, the like the the dad grazing the car thing, that was a joke where I the real crutch of the joke is me talking about how your West Indian parent always knows where the other one is through beating. Mm -hmm. So like my mom would say, if I punch your father, I feel it. I miss a saga, and I'd be mm -hmm. like, yo, how does she know that nigga is there right now, <laughs> right? And then the the what really ties it in to be, make you think that like she actually does know where he is is we're in a grocery store. My mom said, if I punch you, you'll fall. I turn to aisle three on feeling. I went to aisle three and that nigga was right there. And so now it's like, okay, it's a proven theory now. Yeah. Never happened, <laughs> right? And then I say, but I couldn't end the joke there. So I'm like, oh, I, I got to keep it going. Like, I need to button it up somehow. And then the whole, I'm like, okay, I thought of um, what's the relationship between me and my dad? Uh, I don't know. They just didn't pull out. And I just kept thinking, pull out, pull out. Pull out game week, pull out game trash. I was like thinking about all these things I could say. And I'm like, ooh, maybe if I make it like a double entendre. And then I thought about that whole, I'm like, what pulls out? What pulls out? A car pulls out. Yeah. I'm like, okay, he grazed the car, drove away. Mom's mad. Mom, he always had a problem pulling out. And then Boom. I'm like, there it is. <laughs> and none of that happened. <laughs> none of that. You had to create the scenario. But I had to create the scenario to prove to the point. Because now you know my dad's a deadbeat. <laughs> but, like, I couldn't just tell you the real reasons. That's mm. not funny. <laughs> you ever had a comedian up there telling you his real life shit and he thinks it's funny and you're That's just there like. That's why I tell this joke to this day. It's like, fuck, dad, just fucking leave me at the side of the road. <laughs> just let a car run over me again. And you're just like, again. That's you're in the I audience like. left me at a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> we make fun of this one comic all the time with that one joke because he's like, and then my father left me at the gas station. This <laughs> Shout out to Chris Dulger. But <laughs> what? <laughs> There's this Trinidadian comedian I met in Montreal and like he would tell, he'll be like, he'd be doing crowd work. Mm. Like, hey, so where are you guys from? Right? Oh, okay, okay. So you're here for school? Nice, nice. And you guys, what? I'm like, yo, you're not gonna add to the joke. You're just like asking them questions and just, <laughs> just moves on. Just That's his on. crowd work. And then like he starts going into service. Like, yeah, well, you know, because me, I know I had a this one personal experience where, you know, my father said he was gonna go to the gas station and he never came back. 
you know and then i went to the gas station and my father with my father and he left one time and then he never came back my father left me at the gas station we're like there's no joke in this you're just Thank you. really sad and yeah what was funny was just that line my father left me at the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> and it became that you know those those trips with your friends or like everywhere you'll go be like oh man fuck my father left I me at the gas station i shouldn't have bought these shoes man like yo why what's wrong with them it's like it seems like I would get left at the gas station if I were worthy. <laughs> like, it's like they find a way to just slip it. Uh, I left me at a gas station and everything. It's like, oh my god, man, this looks like real good food. It's like, oh, what, what, which part? Like this one right here. Like, why? Why do you think this would taste good? I don't know. This is like something you could buy at a gas yeah. station. <laughs> <laughs> we made the joke funnier than the guy that actually tried to make it. <laughs> Yo, that's jokes. Oh man. Yo, yeah. there's just so many ways to come up with jokes. But I think life experience is always the best way. Definitely. Easiest way. Easiest way. Like the joke I wrote today was thinking about how my mom would say, you should be a lawyer anytime we get into an argument. And it wasn't until I, was gr I grew up and got older, and I was like, oh, she said that because I was winning. Like I was, I was raising valid points. <laughs> like <laughs> nobody says you should be a ball player if you're shit at ball. You know yep. what I mean? Like the whole crutch of being a lawyer is your ability to argue your point. And if my, I'm good at it, then she's gonna. You should be a lawyer. And I was like, all right, bet. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, life experiences definitely. So you can have life experience. Hold on, real quick, wow. funny joke before we move on to that. Mm. Um, I was listening to. Okay, no, play it again. Time is slipping away from me. Yeah. Time. 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 Yeah. That was an accident. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Daylight Savings Time. That's the first thing that went through my head at 4 a.m. and I was in the club. And fucking... I didn't remember. Like, I knew before going into the club, Daylight Savings Time was coming. Mm. But I completely forgot. So when I look at my phone and it said 4 o'clock, I was like, the first thing that came out, time! <laughs> Slipping away from me! That shit. Oh, hilarious. that's so funny. You know um, that Roddy Rich song, uh, The Box? Like, played all the time. Okay. Oh, my God. I can't... <laughs> I don't even care what... Fuck, when you make that face, Marlon, I don't Sorry. even want to finish what I have to say. Sorry, I just got, <laughs> just got a wild text. You, okay, okay, I'll show you the text and you'll see why. That's a wild one. That's a wild one. Whoa. Yeah, don't say it out loud, but yeah. Whoa. Holy People. shit. Um, okay. Now everyone's like, what the fuck is it? We will tell y'all soon. Don't you worry. We'll tell y'all yeah. soon. That's crazy. Um. So wait, as I was saying, yeah. the Roddy Rich song, the box. But I, hear, cool, but I hear everywhere, and you know, I'll hear people walking down the street just going, <laughs> and I look at my phone, I see placemats or like floor mats saying, "Bitch, don't wear those shoes in my house." Bitch, don't wear those shoes. I see all that placemat. Right? Yeah. Now I, I was when I heard that, I was like, "Oh, here's a funny little tweet." Roddy Rich is the only you know person I know, American that I know that. Wants you to take off his that takes off his shoes before going to his house, right? But then I thought about like that's so normal in Canadian culture that it should never really be a thing. 
like and even more so I grew up around Jamaicans that that plastic wrap their couches. What more wear like you can't wear no shoes in no house that has a plastic wrap couch. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> Definitely like, not. <laughs> any immigrant house, uh, you know, and then then I just started I fell into this deep dark hole of like all the immigrant houses I went to that wouldn't allow you to do certain things. Mm. And I was like, Wow, how did that line become such a pro- that line became such a prolific line to me because he literally is the only American that's acknowledged till this day that he takes his shoes off. <laughs> He's not he the only off. American. I know, but I've I've never heard an American say it. I've Bitch, don't wear it. no shoes in my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Still, you know there's mean? never been a a focal point as much as some cultures. Like even in some, you ever been to some people's houses and like a shoes upside down? They like they freak yeah, out. Like you'll turn that shoe back over. Like that's that's. Some it's bad luck. You're, yeah, we're gonna be poor shit. in like a week if you keep doing that. Don't put a mirror in front of your door. Don't you know? Yeah, there's a lot of things that are un- unbelievably uh, large, large, <laughs> and, and weird. Um, what? Yeah, no, huh? I just got thrown off there. He saw some uh, ass. <laughs> what? That's a nice. Bo- that's nice ass. Uh, do we, is that sexual harassment if you just notice some ass at work? No, listen, man, it's art. As long as you don't bring it up, it's not harassment. It's if you art. bring it up, it's harassment. If I acknowledge the existence of a part of your body, well, they don't necessarily want it to be acknowledged, right? So keep. But it to why? Not, on. But I I don't care if you don't want it to be acknowledged. That's why. But that's the point where it's that, harassment. That's where it's. But harassment. you. But do you see what I'm saying? But do you yes. get what I'm saying? Yes. If I point out something about your car, your car door was open. Cool. Like your car door was open. That's just what it is. <laughs> I'm not harassing you by bringing it up. I'm saying your car door was open. Mm. I don't get the, what's the like what's the difference? Uh, because one has attachments to sexuality. But if I'm not attaching anything sexual to it, I guess because it just not like the majority of the time. I guess it it's does yeah. I guess it's, you can't not to attach sexuality to it in like you I, can what I mean sexuality, sexuality to, to it. A lot of things. No, but yeah. what I mean attach sexuality to it. I mean, uh, I feel like. Okay, my thing of harassment has always been not necessarily intent, but the, f- okay, maybe intent, like the feeling towards it. Like an act- action will be taken upon me saying this. If no action, like for example, if I, I know a lot of women don't mind if, and I don't know if it's across the board, all guys, but I know some guys can just say, yo, you're v- looking very beautiful today and just move on. A lot of women don't mind that. They would ra- probably rather that than you saying you're beautiful and hounding them. Yo, what's your name? What's your number? Blah, blah, blah. Like saying a compliment in passing. That would imply no action is being put forth afterwards. There's no intent or ulterior motive to it. I just felt like saying it, right? And they're fine with that. But there's no way of doing that with any other body part but their face. And that, nails? but, but no, with you men, say, you could say nails. But with men, a woman can say "nice ass," and you're not thinking there's an action behind it. You're not thinking, "Oh, she's gonna fuck this ass," <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, well, most men. But like at the same token, you're not thinking because there's no, you know, there's no action that's gonna be put forth afterward. You're okay with it. So that's why I'm like, why is it harassment on one end? If it's something in passing, like not necessarily like not someone with intent to do something mm. behind those words, but I guess there's no way of proving 
there's no intent behind those words. What? You know what I mean? And it's up to everyone else's discretion. It's fucked. What's missed about that is because I know this girl that posts her booty all the time and then get, comes to me and she's like, man, I hate when people always put so much focus on my ass. I'm like, well, you post it all the time. And say And say like, oh, look what God blessed me with. And then when someone comments on it, it's just like, they I hate it. when they, I want you to look, but don't comment. Like, and, and if you're going to comment, be, do it tastefully. I'm like, well, just know this. Some people look at what you're doing as distasteful also. So sometimes, like, you might get some distastefulness back because two people have different taste levels. You know it's, what I mean? It's very like, odd. And I'm not justifying the people that say, oh, damn, I want to get up in that or whatever. Yeah. But just know that if someone can say, oh, I, I love the way you've been blessed by uh you know this by god versus oh damn look at that thing you know what i mean well it's the same reason why a lot of these girls who do post a lot of ass and get it them work themselves into that predicament it's branding at yeah. the end of the day right mm -hmm. if i post nothing but fucking honda civics on my instagram account guess what people are gonna fucking look at my honda civic too fast too you know fast. what i mean like people are not asking about what's your ass saying or, or my, what's that dick what that dick do or none of that because i'm not that's not what i'm advertising if you are branding your page, you see a lot of girls who are these Instagram models, got hundreds of thousands of followers, bare bottom pics. And then all of a sudden, one day, they want to post um, something about like, oh, don't pay attention to a woman's body, pay attention to her mind. And then they post a, a, a video of them with fucking those black rimmed glasses on. I'm so goofy. It's because they're trying to now. They're, they, they've branded their assets so much pun intended, that now they're they're trying to work their way out of it to say, yo, I have a personality too, yep. when really you could have shown that the entire time. And you can't necessarily blame people for a, a associating or like um, glorifying what you've already put out there and have advertised yourself. If every one of your pictures, you can't stand straight and look at the camera. Your ass has to be in the picture in some way or form guess what people are gonna keep commenting about your ass and they're gonna think uh, you and this is my biggest issue is people who act naive to how the world is not how the world should mm. be mm -hmm. they act too yeah. naive to how the world is they live in this world of well, I should be able to do this and I should be able to yeah. do that, but you know you can't. <laughs> you know Until there will be this then, backlash. There will be something. You going know up. that like and this is not the healthiest way to go about combating that either. So it's not even like I can be like, well, I see you, you know, fighting the cause and you're pushing so that this can be something good. You don't care about that. You care about other things. But True. this is when it's affecting your life in a negative way, now you want to bring up woman empowerment and all these other things as a crutch to stand on. When that was never your your motive, your never your motive was never to empower women. Your motive was empowered to empower your body. Mm, That's it. And increase your following, and then don't act naive as if there aren't dumb men everywhere in the world. <laughs> don't act like there aren't prowlers and creeps and strangers and weirdos all over the internet. The most consumed thing on the internet is what? Porn. 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 People are fucking horny and aggressively horny, violently horny. If you feed into that, you cannot act like I never, I never expected this to happen. I just wanted to empower women. No, you got it. There's a way of going about things. There are women who I follow that empower women are are able to uh, post things that are promiscuous at times 
um, post things that are straight up just nudity at times, but it's done in a tasteful way. And I'm not even being tasteful as in uh, towards me. I'm talking tasteful in regards of the the movement that you're uh, you're allegedly trying to empower. You can't empower blackness by being ratchet as fuck and thinking, oh, I'm gonna just be ratchet as fuck, and everyone's just gotta fucking agree with it eventually. I'm unapologetically black. That's not unapologetically black. There's a way of going about it. Yeah, you know what I mean. With everything, there's a way of going about things. And people want to act naive to the facts. It's so annoying. Like, I was just talking to my homegirl before I came here about that because she just recently posted a picture of her that was very revealing, mm-hmm. almost out of character. Yeah. Um, but I knew it wasn't thirst trappy. Mm-hmm. And even if she, there was a little bit, bit of that, I was like, it's still okay because it's tasteful and it's really for the people that get it and for the people that are acting out of, out of character or not out of character unruly mm-hmm. and being like with their tongues out like oh girl and trying to slide into the dms and be like what's up da, 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 da. like she's like that was my filtering process nice now i know i could see who who really really is here for what and yeah who's here for what and, and, <clears throat> now, and a lot of people reveal themselves like okay so when you text me or when you message me this is why yeah because how you reacted on this photo i know where you're at because i no. guarantee she got a bunch of that photo sent back to her in her dm with guys or eyeball emojis and all of that and these are same guys who are acting very you know nonchalant mm. very like you know like uh oh, we're friends and now she she's the true intentions she goes norman that's why i love you because like you'll comment and be like damn some nice under boob <laughs> no, no, that's like yeah. you're not being pervy. You're just like you're appreciating. Trying to make it, light of it, and at least you have the balls to sit on this comment feed in front of everybody, knowing your intentions. That's why I know. Like, go ahead, but now when these guys have these these intentions in their DMs, and I'm gonna let y'all get in there. Listen, like, I'm gonna let my stupid. extra gravy gang niggas know, man. Listen, for all the guys, these girls do not like when you send their picture back to them. Nah, man. If you don't comment, do shit. it with your chest under the picture. <laughs> do it with your chest yes. under the picture because come with your chest <laughs> because like first of all they already think now you're hiding something there's mm. a and i'm listen i'm very guilty i've done the same thing but for me i don't know about anybody else my thing with it always is okay for when i was since i since facebook days if a girl commented on my wall remember walls <laughs> Girl comments on my wall under she my picture. To We've had sex to everybody else. Oh, Marlon had sex with that girl. Marlon had sex with this girl. Oh, Marlon's talking to that girl. Marlon's talking to this girl. Marlon's dating this girl. So, like, for me, a lot of the times, if people don't know we talk like that, I probably will DM the picture back to you and say my comments. Because I don't know if you want people knowing that you talk to me, right? For a lot of you other niggas that work at UPS and shit, I don't see that. I don't see the same problem there. <laughs> like if if you're not in the mix, like if you're not in the mix, which I'm definitely not in the mix. If you're not in the mix, you should like that shouldn't be a worry for you, right? And so the woman's gonna automatically think, oh, he's hiding from his girlfriend, oh, he's hiding from his wife, oh, he's hiding from a girl he's mm. dating, oh, he's hiding from one of my friends that he's talking to. Like there's so many, you know, women are classic overthinkers. They're going to think of every possible scenario, including the one that you sent, but that's probably the least probable one. <laughs> it's always the bad ones. So niggas just stop, DM, say it with your chest under the, D, under the comment box. Just say it with your chest. Mr. Uh, Mr. Intern over here says it with his thumbs. <laughs> I be seeing you. I be seeing you. 
I think you impacted my explore page. I'll be seeing you. You out here in these streets. Everybody knows when I hop into the comments and I leave the smoke, that <laughs> means that I saw fire. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, Insert. All right. The man came in with the very white voice. I was like, everybody knows Spoken if like I see a girl <laughs> and I put that smoke under, it was fire. You better tweet that 140 Yo, shit nigga, right now. You better boy. tweet that bitch. <laughs> you better tweet the fuck with the smoke emoji and all that. All that. Intern um, said he wants all the smoke. All of the smoke. Yo, you got pimp talk voice going, man. Yo, intern got that vibrato in his voice. He got that bass. You feel me? And then he got the beard, beard bass. That's double whammy, man. Right. That is that is man squared. You got the bass in your voice, and you tall, you just and need you got the beard. Up, you ball up your head and just look, just just like cut it off, and bro. you're over. Yeah, shave it all off. You gotta go common. You you, you got the head common, shape, bro. You, you got the I head shape. Saying, you are a lot of niggas don't have the head here, shape. Boy. You got that knowing is beautiful AIDS campaign common head shape right now. Uh, this summer um, day parties, it's going down. Oh, I'm shaving it off. Oh, he going. Oh, okay. Going bald. Oh, okay. It's happening. Oh shit. And full beard. Full, full, full beard eyes. Full beard eyes. Full, like, I mean Philly beard. Philly. Philly at age eight. Full free, beard. Freeway motherfucker. <laughs> Amazon Prime beard oil on the way. <laughs> this nigga got the summer plan. <laughs> single, you whore. You better, you better order a side of Manukes. Yo, Manuka, intern shit. told me, yo, I'm tired of, I'm tired of Norm. Tired of that nigga. He ain't getting Tired. all the fucking podcast pump in my hair, brother. <laughs> Got that Kirkland honey pump pump podcast pump pump. Oh man, he gonna turn it up with condiments. <laughs> podcast pump pump with condiments. Oh uh, man. What you get? No, we need we need podcast fucking sponsorships. Is what we need. Yeah, pump pump podcast pump pump orgy for both of you guys. Ah, no, I'm okay. We need three uh, lucky gravy gang listeners to throw the pokes. <laughs> You know, it's it's slowed down. It's slowed down. Also, cause cause like so it's I've, a, the weather's I've, getting nicer. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's slowed down because I've also like I don't know, man. I I was, I was trying to do a uh, a month of celebacy celebacy celebacy. That's so Filipino. I just do and then and then two days into my <laughs> I get a phone call. <laughs> And they're like, oh, you want the booty? You want a booty hole? <laughs> <laughs> a booty hole? <laughs> oh. I thought you said booty hole. I was like, did you do an anal? <laughs> have you done anal? I have not. <gasps> oh. Not full. <laughs> like, I thought it by accident, just yeah. Just tip, and I was like, nah, man. I can't. It was warm. It's. I was drunk as fuck, and it was dark, like pitch black in the room. And I put it in. She's like, oh, not that one. Oh. I knew right away when I was putting it in. I was like, wait, this is actually. And I was like, wow, she's letting me do this. And I pull out like, nah, I don't, I don't want I don't want to exercise this. Option. I just knew it was not the right hole because it was uh, warmer, like intensely warmer. Yeah. And like, I was like, this isn't. It's so soft. This, isn't like, right? <laughs> this doesn't even feel like. Wait, that's shit. <laughs> no, I was thinking if my jaw didn't get tired, I'd probably be. Whoa! Let me see. Let me see this. <laughs> oh, is that that same? You know, is that that same girl intern? That was after Norm's. 
Wait, Norm. Wow. Norm has met her. So, uh, okay. This is bear jokes, pum pum. This this is uh, is this bear yeah, jokes, pum pum. This is pre bear jokes, but this is this is Valentine's Day, pum pum. Mm. Oh yeah, I forgot that you yeah you did have a little uh, soiree of sorts. Well, <laughs> hey, funny thing is about out here, bro. Funny thing about this was from the night I met these two uh, at at this party I was doing, or hosting tonight. I was like, I said, intern, just no, just get ready. <laughs> Your life is gonna be sucked out of you. Like, how did you know that? Oh man! Well, aside from him being like, yeah, 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 already seeing the vibe, yeah, and seeing her, I was like, in 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 getting to know her in the conversations, I'm mm. like, oh, you know, and you could tell she she let it be open from right, you know, it's Valentine's D A, okay, wow. <laughs> like you ex you don't even you, have to ask why you threw the capital <laughs> D in that day right there. Like Valentine's D A. Don't even have to ask why. <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's the dick. And this, and when 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 this guy was like, yeah, I'm gonna pass. I was like, whoa. It's that's how you know. Like she is on him like skin, like okay? white on rice. So I was like, oh, so you know that means like you could just postpone it for another day. And cool, you're playing the long game. Wicked. And now she wants to eat your children every day. <laughs> Breakfast eat your dinner. children is a wild one. Um, yo, can we talk about Toronto R and B real quick? Because things are happening. You got this young man, Dylan St. Clair. Dylan St. Clair, a fellow seven day advancist. <laughs> I played this last time. Half I? Filipino youngin. I played this last time, right? Yeah. And then you got He's you got, just blown up now? You got party. <sighs> With the split decisions. This song, like, he came back with a vengeance on this one. <clears throat> this sounds like uh, <clears throat> P2. Sounds like P2 party. Sounds like you're going back in the crates to the formulas. And, and what's it? Hey, hey. Yeah. Tried to call him you found some things you never should have found, never should have found. But you found it anyway. Said you never trust me again. Said you never love me again. Said all that you need is your friends. And you just be fine. This shit's fucking flames. And all that you need is your friends, and you just be fine. Fire. Absolute fire. Absolute fire. It gets better every time you play it. It's like Loyal. <clears throat> loyal got better every time I played it. And now there are Toronto artists doing um, this Session 32 song by Summer Walker. Like their own covers. You got this kid, uh, what's his name? Cundi Music. Who? Cundi Music? K-U-N-D-I Music. Still can't get you out my head. Oh man, yeah, I'ma look into this kid. I'm sending you one text at a time. I know you're by your phone. So please pick up your line. Crazy good, crazy good. And then there's this next guy, bro. Oh man, hold on. This is where it started. This Indian guy. I believe he's Indian. 
Um, hold on, let me find it, let me find it, let me find it, let me find it. He body this. That was not racial <laughs> at all, but I mean, <laughs> hopefully he is sick. If he's sick, okay, come on, <laughs> come on. If he's sick for real, oh, that'd be so sick. And then he's that'd be so sick if he's sick, because <laughs> he sounds sick. <laughs> Holy shit! It was it was. Just and he's a good-looking brown guy. You know what I mean? Like I can see a lot of girls getting behind him, no matter what. Uh, race. This I feel like you kind of need that, unfortunately, as a brown guy. Yeah, if you're gonna, if you're gonna looking dude, like, look if here. you're gonna stand out, like I, as an R and B singer. I don't. I'll tell you what, man. I need more Indian representation. I'm being Indian completely dudes honest. In in a in in a freaking turban that looks mad regal and, and it looks sick. Yo, like when it's done right, it looks in a suit. So, yeah. Like, oh like, my yo, god. Yo, and then their beards are so perfectly. Bro, like, I want to be cultural appropriating so bad. Oh. You have no idea how bad I want a Nick Cannon through life oh, with man. this turban. Like a Nick Cannon guy, he he, he hasn't faced any no, scrutiny but, for that. But you, has know he? The, you know the story about those where uh, when I was in New Orleans, the only reason they wore that was mm. to differentiate themselves from i heard it was like they they wore the turbans to differentiate th themselves from like uh a certain level of slave yeah yeah so like putting on that turban was just like i don't know this i that, never that, really looked into that yeah so apparently it was supposed to be a sign of like okay i'm not a slave i wear this thing when i was a kid i remember uh, i don't know if it was like a playground thing where kids used to be like oh they're not allowed to show their hair for religious reasons and i'd be like like you can see their hair like right yeah. at the ends, <laughs> like right at the bottom. Yeah, I, I, I but that. And sometimes your friends would like take it out, readjust it, and shit. Like, I don't know if, if it gets hot. Like they'd air it out. Did you see that clip of uh, the the female soccer team? There was one Muslim yeah. girl playing, and then like and they the ran and they ran around her to help her. And cover even the her other jab. team ran well, it around. Was all her. the other team. Oh, it was all the other team. It wasn't even her team. That oh, that's even better. It was the other team. That's sick. When when she was when no she was deking through everybody, <laughs> when she was deking through everybody, like she she split this defense the, these two uh, defenders, and in doing that, her, I guess, her job came off their hands ac accidentally pulled her her jab off and she grabs her head right away yeah. instead of going through the break breakaway. Just to show like, you how much had, it's instilled. She, you know what I mean? She had a breakaway to score a goal and, and stopped. stopped midway just yeah. because her hair and the team felt so bad that they pulled around I love her that and video. helped her you know, put it back on. And wow. when you see that, I'm like, yeah, man. I love those type of There's videos. There's still hope for this world. Yeah, There's man, I love those type of videos. I love those. But when you I need to watch an entire an entire uh this is a, yeah, extra gravy gang. This is the homework this week. Extra Fucking gravy. watch go on YouTube and watch a Faith Restored in Humanity compilation <laughs> video. At least Ooh, one. Faith and 
Faith in Humanity Restored compilation video. Guaranteed you feel great afterwards. You might even shed a tear. It's great. I only watch positive type of videos on like YouTube and shit like that. Mm, like I watch good. fucking um, Surprise Puppy. <laughs> surprise, like family comes, brings a uh, surprise puppy the, the and main, shit. That sappy shit that has I you love crying it. on a toilet. I love first it. Thing you wake up. I love it because I don't oh. cry at all, anyways. So it's like it's, it's nice to get out a little happy tears every once in a while. Yeah. Watch fucking um, people getting their parents like their dream car. Oh, that shit kills me, man. You see the parents just fucking a like anything that has like a, a child, child filling again. a parent's dream. Oh like, man, yo, yeah. That shit gets me. Paid off my family's mortgage oh. videos. Um, I remember when Tim Delaghetto did that. Shout out my nigga Tim. Paid off his fam his parents' mortgage Man. and allowed them to retire. Like those type of videos are the shit I watch. Freaking cochlear ear implants where babies have not baby heard for the ever. first time. And they hear for the first time. Yeah. Ooh. It's always something it's either they're they start smiling incessantly, they start crying because of the shock, or they're just scared and like they just hug someone like right away. It's so, it's amazing to watch. Um, colorblind videos where people get those colorblind glasses. Those and will they can fucking. see color for the first oh, time. Oh, those mm. make me feel great. I love watching those type of videos, man. Fucking Ivy League acceptance videos. You ever seen those? Where kids are getting accepted into like Yale, Harvard and shit. Mm. And you're seeing like their whole family like there behind them or like a bunch of their friends or like if there's this black school in America where every time a kid's like about to graduate, they go to this like they go to the computer and like it's like half the school is behind them, freaking just waiting. And as soon as they get the acceptance, everybody just flips out mm. every time. The Sick. videos I love is when there's that one uh, unassuming white guy around a whole bunch of black people and then he does something crazy and they're like, ah, like that. I fucking hate those videos. <laughs> I'm talking about. <laughs> I fucking hate those videos. Well, I'll tell you I why. I fucking hate I'll those I'll tell you videos. why I love those videos. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> because it's normally a really nerdy white guy that mm, never yeah. gets that spotlight yeah. ever. And it took a bunch of black people to be like, this motherfucker deserves some shine. I like it when it's you know like I mean? nerdy. Like when it's, a, it's someone that even if they were black, they probably wouldn't have gotten some attention. Mm -hmm. That's when I'm like, okay, I could fuck with this. But when it's like a good looking white guy or like no, two good, like a white good people fucking I'm talking public. about that one specific one where there was a white dude with glasses mm. and battling a next dude and dance. And oh, like, when he just and freestyles. And he just to the, yeah. Oh, that shit was lit. I see that. You know why it was lit? Because... He was actually for good. the first black guy, like he was good, but the first black guy you could tell was doing like a regional dance, like a, something that was for that region yes. alone. That's their thing. Like, so we could never understand if he did it good or not. Yeah. Right. And he was probably killing it. But then for this white guy to just go to another realm, <laughs> he did something. And like for his look as well, even though it looked sick. I can tell a lot of people would still, if there wasn't a mob mentality of all these black people championing him, would have still been like, fucking weird for that fucking yeah. weirdo. Well, because all the black people just wild out. It didn't matter that he did something sick. It's because he did something. Yeah. You, I guarantee you, he could have just went. Yeah. He and they would have fucking lost their minds, bro. <laughs> the fact is, whenever the white boy that's nerdy has the balls to do something against a black guy that's cool, yeah. that's when all the black people are going to yeah, champion the exactly. fuck out of you. Because we know what it's like to be the underdog. Right, we, right. we identify with that so heavily that we, we empower it strong. I love black people, man. And that's why I like, and I specifically say black people, mm. because if it was a bunch of other people, it's just like, 
White people Easily empowering white. is so different. It's, <laughs> it's weird. So different. Black people empowering is like so we run up to you, we hug it, we'll pick you up like you're doing something too much and pull you away. Like we're so extra, we'll clap, all that. White people is more like a woo clapping. Woo! Yeah. Asians is like, are we allowed to? Like, are we? Should we? Is this too much? Are we? Are we shaming you? Sorry. Uh. So like, there's so much apprehension when yeah. it comes to wanting to praise. Yeah. But like, when you see a black, you know, a group of black people praising another person, it's just like, whoa. It's all we knew, man. Whoa. That's rooted in our, in rooted in us since like the slavery days, man. I'll tell you what. Half yeah, the one reason, opportunity. Half the reason I I went into comedy and went into like being a funny guy was just being black around fucking a group of black people because i <laughs> yeah. was the one asian guy amongst all my black friends yeah. there's one white guy one asian guy one indian you were spud web and then you know i was the one guy that was like all right man i call it spud web syndrome better that feel that's nothing that feels better than making this group of people laugh yeah i don't give a fuck it's different there's just something about this group they'll sprint away they'll Yo, slap things my favorite shit is emptying a room yo yo and i'm like where did everybody go after they especially during a roast i told a joke and they just especially know? during a roast like if, you, if somebody says something to you and your clap back is so strong that people run out the room <laughs> it's because you just said some shit that yo. everyone else was thinking and, and like, nobody yeah. said because yo, i remember there would be like there's this one guy at my high school every day the man came and he stunk it doesn't matter if it was the morning if it was after ball yeah if it was after the end of school the man stunk all day long bro but because we liked him we didn't say nothing to him yeah. like, we just like allow him and it's like he wasn't that close with anybody where someone would be like yo fam i'm waiting like, for that moment when someone was like yo you fucking stink and he's like because i just left your mom's house bro the man <laughs> one day railed up on this girl okay she must have like i don't know rejected or something but he made a scene is in the main hallway you know that one hallway everybody walks at. through yeah yeah yeah. so it's <laughs> at the main hallway this is like the end of lunch like everyone's back from getting food already yeah 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 everybody's back from the ball court everyone's just in there chilling and the man said something about the girl's weave like oh that's why your weave sitting sideways <laughs> and the man's like ooh, and she's like who the fuck are you like who do you think you're talking to you stinky bitch and dog <laughs> when she said that <laughs> the whole the whole hallway disappeared the whole hallway i was running home <laughs> <laughs> I, never I, I never came said, back. I never came back. I'm not. I'm not going back in there. Came back. I'm not. I'm not coming back in there. Yo, no that's way. How you know you made an impact when Bro. some people disappear? She's like, who the fuck are you talking? It's like it's one of those moments like we were talking about earlier where the music cuts off and it's very silent and so you only hear one person. It was like the whole hallway, like <laughs> drew breath, like you know when Kawhi's shot went up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the whole ACC was like. <gasps> <laughs> Bro. She's like, who the fuck are you talking to, you stinky bitch? <laughs> Bro, when I tell you, I went, yo! And I sprinted, me and three other niggas are head-to-head just sprinting, just racing, yo! racing for the finish yo! line. <laughs> we ran for like two minutes. <laughs> like, dog! Mads are outside throwing their backpack in the air. <laughs> fuck! 
Yo, it was a moment. I'll never Bro, forget that. The same thing happened. This there's girl. black friends I still have never seen till this day after I told a joke. <laughs> <laughs> they ran away and never to be seen right. again. <laughs> Yo, there was this one time this girl was dating this next, <laughs> this next thing at our school, right? And there was this girl named Pam. <laughs> and she, everybody knew she was a girl. At least I thought, <laughs> right? She was like probably the first girl I knew that was like openly a lesbian, oh. openly like wants to be like a guy, wants to dress like a guy, probably identified as a man. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm out of breath. Jesus, pretending <laughs> <laughs> to run. Um, but she joined the uh, the no, she didn't join the ball team yet. She was dating this girl, right? And everyone was like slowly starting to figure out, yo. She thinks this girl's a guy. Cause like the way she would talk, she would say him or he or whatever and be like, we'd be like, yo, who is she talking about? And then one person is like, yo, who are you talking about when you say he or your boyfriend? And like she's like, oh, Pam. And we're like, um, all right, okay. <laughs> so then now after school, we're all outside in the front part of the school, right? Waiting for the school buses and shit. And there's one guy that he's a guy that never went to class, but he's the sickest baller. Like, you know, that guy yeah, just smokes yeah. all the time, but he's still so sick of ball. Doesn't even make sense. Yeah, only eats McDonald's. Only yeah. eats McDonald's. That's it. <laughs> His name is Simon. <laughs> this guy. Yo, he's like, yo, fuck this, dog. I'm telling her. And everyone's like, yo, what? Yo, chill, chill, chill. The man just starts walking. He has this like little bounce with his jazz for a half on. <laughs> He's walking over to the tick. And it was like, it was like he was leading a million man march. Cause like everybody like slow like told someone quick, yo, he's gonna tell Pam. He's gonna tell her about Pam. He's gonna tell her about Pam. You see like a hundred black people walking behind this guy. You <laughs> see the girl just standing there. <laughs> you see the white girl just standing there waiting for the bus and like he, he he pokes or whatever, and everybody surrounded them now. So it's like a circle of people around them, and we're all just standing there like, cause so she must have been like, yo, what's about to happen? Like, and he's like, yo, so yo, I heard you have a boyfriend. <laughs> She's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, eh? So Pam's your boyfriend, and she's like, yeah. He's like, true, true, true. You ever seen Pam's buddy? Everybody just starts laughing, right? And she's like, like, we've had sex. Like, I don't know what you're asking me. And he's like, you what? Yo, that shorty's a girl. <laughs> and she's like, what are you talking about? He's like, that ain't no man. Has she ever taken off her pants? And you've seen the girl do the math in her mind, like, in, like, four seconds. You see her just, like, computing everything in her head. <sighs> and we've never seen her again. Oh. I, I, I mean, we've never, I, I've never seen that girl again. Oh, man. That was like the third day of school. I ne never saw her again. And I was like, bro, that day. Hold on, what happened When to he said, that's a girl, and everybody saw the look in her face that she didn't actually know, dashing, just sprinting everywhere, oh. bro. It was crazy. The, the scramble. Just the scramble was nuts because they're like, when she said that we had sex, and uh, everybody's like, wait, what? Like, how did Pam pull that off? And then when he said, she never took off her pants with you. 
<laughs> like every, everybody else is doing the computing at the same yeah. time she's doing the computing because he knows Pam like like knows her yeah, knows yeah. her so he knows probably the play like she know he knows she probably put it through her boxer or her whole or her jeans or whatever and so he's like, oh, you never saw she's it. rocking a strap on yes. the pants. Ah. And the man's like, you never, he's like, you never seen her take off her pants. And when he said that, it's like, the no girl wonder did, her dick was always cold. <laughs> <laughs> the girl did the computing in her mind, bro. And I, oh my, I've never seen so many black people sprint in my life of laughter. It, in hindsight, it was really sad. Yeah, well, because I'm not <laughs> like, thinking, what happened with Pam? Pam was she, fine. Pam got more girls after that than before. Because now they knew that, oh, she was actually a girl, yeah. and boom. But okay. there were girls that were actually into girls, and yeah. so Pam just got girls. Like, that's just... And she was a baller, too. Yeah. So she got girls. Like, girls weren't afraid of Pam. Girls were more attracted to her after that. And Pam didn't Pam. give a fuck. Pam's yeah. like, Yo, how'd she not know? Like... <laughs> Because <laughs> Pam would like, be the she one. Not to, know? She um, fully sucked my tits. <laughs> Pam would be the one, like, and she, that's the thing. She used to like tape back her breasts and stuff. Like, this was before I knew the measures that a lot of women had to go through if they didn't feel comfortable in their skin yeah. and like identified as a man but didn't know how to go about it, couldn't afford a surgery or anything like that. So like back then, it was like, yo, Pam's out here finessing. But when you're older, you're like, damn. Pam is out here finessing. <laughs> like, Pam had to finesse. Damn. That's kind of sad. She really, really went out there and Whoa. lied crazy, for man. her whole high school. Hey, life. man, let's talk about liars, shall we? Speaking so we got a, a white girl <clears throat> named Gabby that was on the timeline hmm. this week. Did you see this? No. Gabby telling fibs? Okay, so let's just recap. <laughs> the gift of Gabby. It's a white girl. Uh, she has an OnlyFans account. She's an OnlyFans girl, right? Goes online, brags about how much she makes on OnlyFans a month, $10,000 or something like that, right? Um, spends $500 and flies out to see some guy that's a rapper in a different city mm -hmm. to go fuck, obviously. She goes there, apparently says the N-word a couple times, disrespects the other roommates, and causes a scene, and there's like multiple videos of her like arguing with them and they're trying to like tell her to just leave essentially yeah. right she won't leave they eventually kick her out girl gets on on uh instagram live starts crying now she don't have no money what is she gonna do um all this shit right and everyone's like we're well, fam weren't you just bragging about your 10 stacks a month like yeah. yesterday and no one's feeling sorry for her because she's. You see in the video, she's saying nigga this, nigga that. Yeah. She has this one video where I definitely stopped feeling sorry for her at all. You see my skin color? It's my word against theirs. Bro. Five black men in there. They'll really kill all of them. You see my skin color? It's my word against theirs. Bro. Five. So she went from saying the N word and trying to justify it on. Instagram live by saying, oh, I'm black, bro. These niggas are stupid. Like, I'm black. Clearly white. Yeah. Clear. Look at this girl. It doesn't matter what fucking color you are. Anyone can say it. In real life, y'all are not about to check every everybody saying nigga or nigger. Y'all are, bro, y'all are going to keep that shit to yourself. Anyone can say what it. What is wrong with this woman? She's fucked. She's fucked. So then now, somehow, she, uh... Gets back to the house. 
She told you they kicked her out. She told people at a nearby hotel that she was a group, abused by a group of black men. Luckily, they didn't believe her. Then she cries on on Instagram Live. They let her back into the house for a second time. For let's just for a while. Let's just I, I, like this is what I'm talking about when I say the, the the clout thing is just getting out of hand. I cannot see another reason you let this girl into the house. Unless it's because you saw all the numbers of everyone watching this bitch's demise. Because yeah. the numbers were high. People were tuned in now to this girl. Because I, I remember I sent it out. I was like, yo, y'all need to go see this Instagram story. Because it was <laughs> happening all on Instagram and nobody on Twitter knew what was going on. Yeah. And I'm like, y'all need to go check out this Ting's Instagram story. This is nuts. And you see more and more people redirect people to Instagram and like everyone's watching it. And... They let her back into the house, okay? She, they kick her out again. A uh, second time? A second time. After. She, she's there yelling about, oh, he doesn't love you, girl. Like, to the other girls that are in the house, he don't, he don't fuck with you, blah, blah, don't do that. And, like, they push her out the house. This girl breaks one of their glass windows and runs off, right? One girl catches up to her. They start fighting. They fight, they fight. They let her into the house a third time. <laughs> After the fight. And then? <laughs> a third, t thrice. <laughs> oh, doing it for the gram, okay? Oh, my God. Okay. And now they're starting to do their Instagram stories and Instagram lives and shit like that, right? And that's the, that's the third time. After the third time is when she, they kick her out and she breaks the window, right? At some point, um, the night before, she went to a hospital and lied and said she had the coronavirus. What? So that she could have a place to stay. She was on Instagram live begging people for, for $5. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Begging people for money. Is it the Tell me a dollar, bro. Anything you can. Yo, he's fucking, these fucking guys got me fucked up. Yo, what the fuck? I don't have a dollar in my name. Like, eh. It's $10,000 off. Yeah. Okay. Then the third time after she breaks the window, the girl fights her. They get into a fight. I'll show you that video. Getting her ass beat. Getting her ass just fucking dusted. Even her titties fall out. She got the knee knockers. <laughs> Listen to this. Look at your face. Look at your face. Look at my. Look at her face and look at mine. Oh man. You can't See, tell me there's not something wrong with this girl. She's in the middle of a fight and is clearly losing. And just they stand up for a second and she says, Look at her face, look at mine. Look at her face, look at mine. She's losing. Like you know who reminds you of that one white dude that thought he could beat up fucking uh what's that big boxer's name? Uh that just lost to home white boy. Uh, Tyson Fury. Wilder, Wilder. Wilder. Yeah. Remember, he punched out that one white dude that was like, "I could beat up anybody." You mm, know, yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> you see that Asian like that girl? Shadow? See oh. that Asian girl that dusted the white girl yeah. for making the coronavirus joke? Yeah, baby. Fucking swelled yeah. up that head. Yeah, lump baby. up, lump up, ting, dog. I I love those ones. I love those ones. Sweet, sweet justice. 
So then now, speaking of sweet, sweet justice. So what ends up happening? You hear what she says to the cop? I'll beat your fat ass. I really beat your fat ass and I'll run you, bitch. This white guy comes up to her like, hey, listen to him. Huh? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? He's like, what are you doing? And she's like, she says something smart to him, and he just hooks her arm and fucking, cause she's she's struggling to get to the car, like she's trying to resist getting to the car, and this white guy comes over, look what the fuck are you doing? Mm. Hooks her by the arm and brings her to the car. She's Man. on forty thousand dollar bond. Her court date isn't until Tuesday. She's uh, charged with assaulting a police officer. Assaulting a peace officer and charging a charge of burglary of habitation. Well, on the bright side, she's finally got a place to stay. <laughs> you dumb bitch. Haha, <laughs> 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 bitch. Speaking of. <laughs> I gotta get that, that young Miami <laughs> soundbite. Haha, <laughs> 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 bitch. I mean, speaking of police, you see that one little kid that got. They got arrested by the police in a Walmart for, and they thought he was stealing. Yo, that kid could lo- lead a revolution. Yo, bro. he is. <laughs> Y'all niggas got me fucked up, bro. You stupid, bro. Look at this stupid ass fucking fat ass cop, nigga. You got me fucked up, nigga. You thought I was stealing, didn't you? Nah, I got bands on that ass, boy. What the fuck? Y'all niggas got me fucked up, nigga. And he puts the camera down. He's like, what? I'm going to step over the line. I'm going to step over the line, nigga. What the fuck you going to do? Nothing with your fat ass. You know I beat your ass, boy. Like, he was going I'm like, I was just wondering, how do you get away with this? But I'm like, I guess because you're a kid and they can't. You can do that as a, no, you could do that as an adult. They can't do anything to you. There's niggas that do that in New York every day. Look at this fat ass fucking doofy. Like they go off on these cops, especially when you've done nothing wrong and you have the camera out. What can they do? Yeah. They can't say anything to you when you got the camera on and you're talking your shit. There's no crime against talking shit. You can talk shit to a police officer. It's not, it's not illegal. Mm. Who will need to be talking to a police officer? Maybe. Is the baby? What's going on with this oh, guy? Oh, why did he smack? Man, he's really disappointing me, man. Well, what? Man? And then he tried to justify it, trying to give ten G's to somebody with a video to prove his innocence. And like at first, I tried to give him the blight, say, okay, maybe he tried slapping the camera out the hand. It was no, dark in the club. He went for her he face. He full fired on that girl, bro. And and and, you, and it's never that necessary. It was literally like, it was this. A light it was tap. like it was a it was a let me catch up and then accidentally caught you and while you were walking. And she could have actually been pushed from behind. Yeah. I'm seeing the crowd. I'm like somebody could have easily nudged her forward, and it wasn't her fault. Yeah. Like you have security for this very reason. Mm-hmm. Why hire security if you're not going to let them do their job, bro? Then again, if maybe if and if you're running into so many female problems, get female security. Yeah. It's very simple. <laughs> Female security will slap the fire out of people for you. I'm scared for him, man, because his, his. I think meteoric, I would have all female security. His meteoric rise is kind of like, um, wow, is uh, much music got them. Whoops! Much music got them. Thought losers. They need to stop walking by while I'm mid thought because I can't even finish. I'm telling you. Uh, maybe need to stop though, for real, because I'm scared for him. Yeah, he's, no, it's, he's it's, he's getting famous too fast, and too many things are bringing him down. He just needs to slow it down. It's Shit, just like now, I'm, like I really liked him better than uh, Little Baby. It's the thing is like, when are you gonna like? When is it gonna sink in for you? Like, yeah. how many incidents is there gonna be before? Like, we we understood the kid thing. It's your kid. We get it. We saw what happened to Pop Smoke. Yeah, but. 
it, like these things are unnecessary. Like there's only so many times, and it could. It, it, you've worked so long to get to this point, so hard. You've walked around South by mm. South by Southwest in a fucking diaper to get to this point. Really? Is that and, what he did? Yeah. When he was rapping as one of the one of his main marketing promo points was walking around South by Southwest in a giant diaper. And it was like, I remember hearing about it, like, some niggas at South by Southwest in a diaper, nigga, what the fuck wrong with you niggas? And, like, it was, like, a thing, like, on the internet, but nobody knew who it was, yeah, except just, for the people who knew who it was. Yeah. And then it just came out, like, it came out, obviously, when he started blowing up a bit more. He's talked about it in interviews and stuff like that. But, like, these are the things you had to do to get to where you are now, and you've done it a lot better than a lot of these people. There he is. There he is in a diaper. Diaper and some J's. All right. <laughs> well, if there's anyone that could pull up that look. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> I guess your name has to be Da Baby. Like, Hold on, I want to. Like, this is crouched. Let me see this one right here. <laughs> that <laughs> one looks standing. Like, I want to see how. Okay, now that looks like he's mad soiled. I can't see it. Is it like uh, is it Huggies? <laughs> Pampers, oh my God! The niggas in a full at, just in a diaper, bro. No, go up the side view. Look, that it, shit it look looks crazy. Like, that one right there. He looked like he shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he really bro. actually made use of them package of the pens. I mean, do what you gotta do, and it it worked to an extent, right? He is where he is. So but it's like I don't think it was that that got him the attention. It helped. <laughs> it helped. It definitely helped, man. Believe it or not. Um, but yeah, very odd, very odd. I hope he does stop because all these run-ins with the law just—it's not gonna help you. No, and especially with <laughs> your main target audience is women. Like, regardless of what he, you're, if you want niggas to fuck with your music, cool, we do. But the main people who are supporting you are women. What main people who've gotten to the point where he is right now is women. I did not know that. Well, look at the fucking fake dick video that wasn't him, but women attached it to him because they wanted it to be him so badly. All his, uh, the only thing that was him was the song playing in the background. <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's the baby's dick. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, they wanted it to be his dick so bad because that's how bad they want him to win. I know a lot of women who find him attractive. Mm. I know a lot of women who love his voice. Like this, he's got women on lock. And so if you're going to assault your target audience, uh, I don't know how long it's gonna be your target audience. Yeah, and I know that's no pun intended. <laughs> um, speaking of the law and things of that sort, something going on in Toronto, man. Y'all niggas are robbing Yorkdale <laughs> oh, during oh, rush man. hour. <laughs> oh, Y'all niggas are robbing Yorkdale during rush hour. Five o'clock. Five o'clock. When he have security in the store, out and then they still got mall security. P.M. Beside the four hundred one. Where were you? you know, like what I street like were you were, gonna get away on? I feel like they were gonna try and run to fucking jungle or something next door, and it's like that would be the only no thing you could do, and it would be the worst idea ever because cops are literally just they sitting in there. the jungle, just sitting there. Yeah. 
You there, drive past on Lawrence and you can just see them at Varna. <laughs> like, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense what y'all niggas are thinking. And the Rolex store? The Rolex store! Why of would all you do things? that? You get a Rolex for two stacks. What's wrong with you guys? The Rolex store? Now I get it. Rollies do appreciate. I just appreciate. want a Rolly, Rolly, Rolly with her. One of the few things in the world that I actually appreciate after you buy them are a Rolex. So I could see the, the investment. But why wouldn't you do it at a standalone store? Why would you do it in a place Meet where you gotta run through Robo. the mall? <laughs> you gotta run through the mall masked up? Are you high? <laughs> you don't think somebody's gonna just put their leg out? <laughs> just trip you? Like, then these niggas went and they robbed a pharmacy. Then they robbed another pharmacy, and then they robbed another pharmacy. Right after or before? Actually, no. It's two two pharmacies. They they robbed Elmhurst Plaza. Four young males entered. Ski masks, guns brandished. Store employee assaulted. Store robbed of drugs and money. Fled in an unknown direction. Then the next one. Next tweet from the police. West Mall Bloor Plaza at the pharmacy. 14 male suspects, all with guns, robbed the store, assaulted a woman in her 70s, and had fled in a gray pickup truck. Y'all niggas are sick in the head. This is what's going on, though, man. You do, you do realize one of the guys got caught from the Roly thing and ratted everybody out? Of course. Of course. Of course he did. Course. All those motherfuckers are gone. That's it. Of course he did. So the moral of the story is: you think if you think if one of those like that's the thing, especially when you do a group activity that has to do with uh, crime, the first person to snitch is getting the lightest sentence. Yeah, is getting the the, the least uh, repercussions. <laughs> and if it's looking, and if they not. already know they're looking for you, <laughs> guess who telling? <laughs> yep, me. It's me. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't going to jail for none of you niggas. Takashi six nine, bro. Jail is one of my biggest fears. So you Takashi six nine a situation? I would definitely Takashi six nine a situation, depending on if, especially if I okay, put it this way, if I did not come up with the initial idea for said situation, I am not responsible for said situation. Mm -hmm. You are. You got me into this mess. There's I'm no gonna loyalty. Get me out. You ain't got no loyalty in me. None. Shit. None if you get me into some shit. Sorry. Not gonna happen. Nope. Not gonna happen. I don't give a fuck. I don't live by no street codes. <laughs> I, I don't even pay taxes, nigga. <laughs> like, y'all niggas got me fucked up. Then you guys got are fucking kidnapping people's stepbrothers. But the worry, but this is are what you the biggest worry sick? is. He's 14. That kid, did you see that kid so in the video? On. Was that all part of that? Was that no, there's something like different, completely unrelated. This kid, okay. his brother, oh, uh, 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 ran off of $4 million worth of coke. Yeah. Are y'all niggas... Are y'all niggas sick in your head? Four mil? And you didn't think they were going to come after your family? But then who... How did they find out that information? What do you mean? You think you're going into $4 million worth of cocaine with somebody and not knowing where they live? <laughs> I'm not. I'm finding out everything before I do any business with you. I'm going to find out where you live, who you talk no, to. But I'm saying, did he rat and say, okay, the guys that have my little brother are these guys that I owe $4 million to? Is that what happened? He eventually, yeah, he eventually said that. And now he fled. Because he has to. Duh. You just, you, well, duh. You he just, he just walked. 
Walter whited his family, essentially. Damn. Put them in harm's way, then fled to save them. Fuck. What dummy. Hopefully he sold that coke and he is in the Maldives or some shit right now because that is... How wild is that, though? That whoever took the 14-year-old stepbrother, they dropped him off at an abandoned barn. Smart as fuck. And then found him. So he's safe. So just everyone listening, he's safe. Don't worry, he's fine. I don't like to encourage crime or any of the sort. But in my head, whenever you always get through that moment where you're like, all right, maybe I might sell some drugs. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I might do this or might do that. Or what if I did rob somebody? What would I do? What if I killed somebody? What would I do? Like You always think of these scenarios just randomly. Like whatever, a TV show might inspire it, a book, whatever. And I've always been like, yo, (laughs) ain't far to drive to a farm. Yeah. Like, and I mean farm, rural area where, like, there aren't houses within a mile of each other. It's not hard to get to these places. And who knows how much bodies, how many things have been dumped out there. But it's like, if you're going to return a child and not want to be caught, uh, yeah, you're damn right I'm dropping you off at a fucking barn. A barn far away from here. Far, far away. But then, obviously... It was an empty, abandoned barn? Yeah. Yes, yeah. And then they called and was like, all right, there's a boy in a barn. Yeah. yeah anonymous, anonymous. Anonymous, and then boom. I mean, like, if it, there are ways <laughs> to do crime, and there are ways to do crime. Well, uh, it's unfortunate. So sad. Because I could not imagine being a 14-year-old child in a dark, cold, freezing barn that's been abandoned nigga <laughs> just know this you know what's even the most if it wasn't up? abandoned i'd be scared what's most fucked about fucked up about all that is that um oh my lame. fuck my brain just farted again nice it just happened that I shit literally stinks oh stinky everyone likes their own brand don't they oh wait wait, wait no i had it it was right there it's right there man it was right there it was on right the tip, tip of, of your tongue, tongue. <laughs> and then, oh god never mind i fucking lost it <laughs> Come It'll come back, brother. Oh, Baby, man. come back. Because we were we were talking about um young boy. Da, 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 mm, da, yep. Yeah, barn, young boy, fourteen years old. You leave him in a barn, abandoned. No, nothing, nothing. You're jogging it. No, it's not. Why did it just disappear that fast? Weed. Like it literally. I was literally. Yeah, weed. It's the it weed. Like, so when it <laughs> and then disappeared into thin air. Like and I can't even retrace it. Whoa. My family does have a, a history of Alzheimer's. It's scary. Yeah? Yeah. Are you scared of that? Yeah, very. Very scared. Yeah, I don't like not having complete control over my brain. Mm. If that makes sense. If like, that would have happened. Did you know? It's like one of my biggest fears. That whole 10% of our brain works is a lie? Allegedly. Allegedly? I don't know what to believe. I, so I just don't even focus I mean, on it anymore i'm like it's not like i can tap into more so it's, who cares but it's true <laughs> i mean but how are, it's true when you think about how are you really supposed to measure if the brain works how right so to like say, I, there, I know there's probably a way but i mean like for but, me but the way that that neil grass tyson explained it mm. like they were doing that based off tests done on uh mentally challenged or like people with brain damage so their brains were already damaged and based off what they figured out, they're like, oh, we could only understand how we use uh, the things we do only uses the 10% of the mind. We don't understand the rest of it. That doesn't necessarily mean we don't use the rest of it. Yeah. We can only understand 10%, 10% at a time that actually uh, is being used to operate everything that we do. 
they don't know what the other 90 do, does. So it's not saying we operate on only 10%. You think that... That's, that, like all, that's, that's the only 10% they know how to explain. And uh, you know what's even crazier than that? <laughs> the brain is stopping you from finding out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Niggas can only find out 10% because the brain's like, yeah, I ain't finding out everything. <laughs> you don't want to find... You don't want to go in this corner over here. I got trauma Trust packed me. up over here. Y'all niggas don't want to tap into that. <laughs> you do not want to clean up this home. Because think about that. If they really do figure out the brain, that could be actually pretty detrimental to us rather than a good thing. I'm actually happy that the government hasn't figured out the brain because once they do, they find out how to manipulate it, just like with anything else. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, they've already found ways to manipulate. Exactly on a so. on a ten percent scale. Imagine <laughs> ninety. Find the other percent. Fucking who knows? Maybe the, have, maybe the ninety percent is the one being duped, and they're telling us they can't figure it out. And the ten percent is the what they limit us to use. Maybe we're thinking with ninety, but we're missing the ten. These are the days of our lives. <laughs> Speaking of the days of our lives, Rogers and Bell <laughs> and Telus have two years to reduce wireless plans by twenty-five percent. Two years? Yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> a long ass time. It's a long time to raise it even more and then yeah. drop it twenty-five percent. We're gonna raise it and drop it twenty-five percent. We're gonna raise it twenty-five percent for the next two years. That's hilarious. We did reduce 25% because inflation and the way things just happen, the markets, uh, <laughs> by at this point, it should have been this much. But they're fucking thieves until their their plans are uh, uh, resemble European plans. Until then, they're thieves. Because I know people who live here, and we've talked about it, we gave you With all the American gems. American plans. Like two years ago, we gave you all the gems of where to get a French plan for $9.99 a month. Uh, with unlimited data, essentially like 500 gigs international roaming, <laughs> like it it doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, they got they they're gonna have some explaining to do in a couple of years, brother. Um, speaking of explaining to do, Post Malone, do you see this video? Him breaking down on stage? Not breaking down. <laughs> I think it's sick. Like, but people are like, "Oh, it's uh, hundreds of videos insisting that Post Malone is on drugs and uh, he's so deep into it, and like, uh, it's a, it's might have started affecting his life." And I'm just like, "Do you guys know how drugs work? Like, if drugs were affecting him to this point, where his eyes, his body movements, he can't control." You think he could control his voice? <laughs> you think he's hitting every note? <laughs> saying every word? The nigga didn't miss a word of the song. And I think people are forgetting that he's also a rocker. Yeah. He's also white. And he also has influences that are metal. And do do this. Like, at open mics. <laughs> like, there are people doing this at open mics at a bar down the street from you. I this get is it. not abnormal. But I get it if it's, like... Not something he normally does. Well, it's not of this time. I feel like that's the biggest problem. Rock is not out there like it used to be. Like there's still rock happening, but it's not a mainstream mainstream thing. Where when back in the day, Slipknot, fucking Good old Nine Inch Nails, <laughs> Insane <laughs> Clown Posse, <laughs> like these guys. This is a regular performance for Slipknot. Yep. This is what these niggas look like. 
<laughs> like this is not that big of a deal. So, but but I'm just saying, is it normal for a guy like him to well, do that no. at his performance? It's probably not normal for him. I, I can see that, but he's done it a couple different performances now. So it's there's a lot of things that artists add on to their performance that is not something they started with. That is way like look at Kendrick. Yeah. Kendrick has almost full-on plays happening. Listen, people felt the same way about ODB. Mm -hmm. Guess what? He was on drugs. Yeah. Right? And even so... But he wasn't pronouncing every word. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) he he was slurring his shit. If anything, we should applaud Post Malone for being able to perform at such a high level despite being on drugs. Yeah. That takes a lot of ability. A lot of ability. Eyes are really good. See now as I'm doing it myself, That's sick. Like I can feel my, my eyes going back. It's I go, sick. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. I think it's sick. Like if I were at the performance, I saw that. I'd be like, yeah, nigga, let's go. And you, gotta, you also have to understand how often these guys perform these songs. So they have to perform it in a way that intrigues them yeah, too. Yeah. So they got to find a way to perform it in a way that's just like not, not it's not the same monotonous shit. The, the song so changes for them like, too. Sometimes that's how they react. Because I know when I'm performing a comedy or even when I sing, when I used to sing like, I would do weird things just to make myself feel like I'm not yeah, just Yeah, not just doing it like a robot. Old, yeah, right? yeah, yep. And... It's it's I think it's part of an artist wanting to keep the art alive, just finding ways to keep it fresh for them. Keep it fresh, yeah. Because make as, it more as interesting. As much as you're just doing it for the crowd, sometimes you got to remember to do it for yourself. Well, too. you might even think that they've heard it somewhere before. They've seen a YouTube video, so they don't want to see the same thing. Yeah, like you yeah. get into as as a creative, you get into your own head a lot, <laughs> and especially when you're doing something, you think everybody's seeing it, and you got to switch it up, especially when it like. We were talking about earlier, like I'm like oh, I don't feel comfortable doing my old jokes. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like people, it's, there's still people who haven't seen it, and exactly, it will appreciate it. So, but then has he he released a video about him like being sober? I, also. Don't, I have no idea. And like being like, I know everybody's worried Try about me, up? but just know that you know I'm good, I'm fine, I'm sober, I'm I'm, I'm been, Post Malone sober. Yeah, cool. Um, your other good friend, Nicki Minaj. Mm. Her husband, Kenneth Petty, reportedly was arrested and released on $20,000 bond for failing to register as a sex offender. Oh, what's wrong with her choice in life? Life. I don't know. <laughs> she's, she's surrounded by people that have done that. It's, yeah. It seems now to be an ongoing trend. trend. Um, on to lighter news. You're going to see how I did that there, right there. <laughs> Chris Brown. <laughs> Actually, no. There's a picture of Eglinton West. A <laughs> hundred years ago. A hundred years ago. Yeah, still still under, under construction. Bro. So I've been hearing that. Yo, it feels like Eglinton's been under construction for like a hundred years. And it really has. In two years, it'll be a hundred years. Yeah. Holy shit, man. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but Allen Road was actually supposed to stretch down all the way into Spadina. But you notice it ends at Eglinton. Oh, yeah. You know why? Why? Because Eglinton is always under under construction. construction. (laughs) And they weren't allowed to construct around it because Eglinton was always under construction. Just imagine, we wouldn't have all this DVP traffic because some of the people would be going through 
Ellen Road going into the city. Jesus. Cool. But because of Eglinton. It could all be so simple. Also, it was a lot of rich Jewish people living around that area that were like, nah, you're going to mess with our community. We don't want you to mess with our, mm. with our living. So, no. I can see that. And they lobbied against it. And, yeah. And now, they lobbied, against, they, they lobbied for all this Eglinton West construction. I think. Well, um, apparently the small businesses will be reimbursed. Maybe get receiving some funding. They so. better be because hopefully. And I, I, yo, y'all better not leave out Little Jamaica. I will fucking burn Little the whole Jamaica. Shit the down. most needs it the most. I will anything. burn the whole street down if y'all don't fucking give it to Little Jamaica. Um, <clears throat> do you believe you ever get somebody? This guy, not Kevito, on. Uh, Twitter said, you never get the full potential out some pussy until the third time y'all fuck for real. Yep. 100%. 100%. For me, at least. Third time? Third time, because first time, there's nerves. Uh, Second time is like, let's see, we'll do this again. I've had girls where a third time is still nerves. Uh, Third time, I'm like, (laughs) hey, you obviously like me, so now I feel fully comfortable that you want this to continuously happen. My biggest problems are always with girls that I like. Mm. At the start, when, it, when I'm running into problems sexually at the start, it's always with girls I like, well, like, like, want, like. Yeah, because you really, really want to. I want a good impression so well wanna, that I overthink everything. You're overcompensating because you just want her to like you that much. Yeah, and and if you feel like she's not liking you because of your performance, then you feel like shit. I don't Naturally, know. There's some people it. you have sex with where it's like, after like a bunch of times having sex, you're like, bro, every time. It's better. Like every time we have sex, it feels like it was better than the last time. Mm. It's nuts. But that's never with someone that you. It, no, I shouldn't say never. It's rarely with someone that you're having sex with super regularly. It's always someone that like it's like a once a month, once every. You know what I mean? Every look a while. Like you guys are both busy or whatever. Well, yeah. When, when you when you eat something too often, it starts to taste regular. There's listen. There's some. There's some foods that just keep tasting good, brother. Got to keep them ones around. Mm-hmm. Got to keep the y'all put the ring on them ones. Got to get you know that fruit that just keep giving. Just it keep tastes giving. good, but the aftertaste mm. and all the other stuff is bad. Mm. Which one the, is that? I'm talking about the ones that affects your your body later on when you eat it in ways where you're just like, oh man, sounds like you're a doctor. Or maybe I just need a better diet. <laughs> I don't think you're bearing the right fruit, brother. You just need a better diet. That's all it is. Okay, you gotta you be be mindful of what you're putting into your mouth. Indeed, indeed. Drake's mindful of what he puts into his mouth. Mm. On an Instagram story he made uh, the other day, he said, "I had a cr- a crazy few days. I feel like I haven't, I can't win." Then I just opened. Imagine Drake saying, <laughs> "I feel like I can't win." <laughs> Everybody has problems, people. Drake said, I had a crazy few days where I feel like I can't, I, just, I can't win. Then I just opened a cherry Jolly Rancher. And it dropped on the floor of the fucking car. Then I looked in the pack and realized that was the last cherry one. And it was just a down moment that summed up a series of tough moments. And I felt like, okay, I get it. This is my L's. I got to take it in sequence. And then I turned my iPhone light on and realized a watermelon was a cherry. So I got one. <laughs> Blessing to all y'all. It's always there. You just got to find it. 
This mm-hmm. is the definition of fake deep. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, that was a, how many sco- goals did you score there, Drake? That Five? nigga <laughs> is on a perk. Was, <laughs> he sounded like the pastor at the funeral. Like, <laughs> Things don't make sense. That's the title of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. This is this is about as deep as a bathtub. I don't I don't know what Drake was on with that one. I get it. I think he was also trying to be funny. I do think so too, but I think a lot of that was lost in text. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they waited too long to get to the punch. Have you watched Love is Blind yet? Nope. Jesus Christ, man. Come on. Can you get with the wave? Can you just like we, we need content I don't, I don't here. How, we okay, need fine. content. What? Netflix. I'm what do you mean fine. you don't know how to find? It's no, not I don't the find. First I, page. Said, I said fine. I don't want oh. to. I don't know how to get into it. Then I said Get fine. into it. I don't know how. You fine. start it. You start it. But then I get angry. How? And then I start to realize You're how like how bad of a person I am for not wanting to be part of the rest of the world. What? This Hold on, point. you get angry. Okay, you get angry I get at angry. not wanting to watch it, like with the rest of the world, or angry that you're not enjoying it as much. I start as to be rest. like, why am I like this? Why can't I enjoy this stuff? Why can't? Well, I who said you can't enjoy it? You haven't tried. Okay, I'll try. Yeah, like, try mo- most most any. You're a comedian. I'm telling you, you're gonna love it. Cause the secondhand embarrassment. You watch The Office. Yeah, yeah. That uh, that cringe. It's so it's a rewarding cringe. It's not like one of those cringe where like ah. It's a cringe where like you can't. You like you're doing this. You know how many times I've been watching the show like this. <laughs> oh my god, is this really happening? I'm like hiding behind a pillow. <sighs> it, it's so funny. If you love people watching, it's so funny because these people are genuinely and it also raises a lot of questions um, about love and uh, proximity. I find because like these people, like I said, the, the days are like weeks for them mm-hmm. when you got nothing else to do but talk to this person. <laughs> and it's just interesting, the roller coaster of emotions. So they had the reunion uh, episode. And remember, we talked about how this was shot two years ago. Yeah, yeah. So you get to see who's still with each other. They showed the reveal. They had the reunion with all of the people. So and now you know everybody that's married and everyone's Everyone like, who's was. actually married, everyone who's not. I watched the finale and everything, so was I know still, who got was it. Was it still ruined because you knew based off what he would <laughs> No, 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 no. Because I could have guessed that one. Yeah. I, that, I just wanted to be extra. I just wanted yeah. to be. I could, you could have. <laughs> anyone watching would have guessed that those two, Lauren and Cameron, were going to be together. Like, you could have you guessed that. Um, but the, uh, the other couple, Lord, uh, Amber and Barnett, they're still together, which a lot of people did not think was going to happen just because of their tendencies and the, the way they portrayed themselves on the show. And there was this one girl who was trying to steal the guy from the girl, even though she already got proposed to and everything, <sighs> but because she, he was choosing between her and the other girl before the proposals, she still had feel, feelings for him lingering or whatever. And so she had to watch all of that play out. She watched herself drink herself into stupidity, bare times. And so now you're getting to watch them like talk about it. Like, oh, is she really like this? Has mm. she evolved? Has she changed? Uh, and like she's talking and you're just like, she's saying all the right things, but you're like in your head, you're like, you still lie. the same bitch, man. You, you still lie. the same chick, girl, bro. You're lying. And then the you. one girl cussed her out, like gave her a real reality TV moment. Like, you're a shysty bitch. 
Like I thought you were a shicey bitch, but I'm, I was just like, yo, this is getting real reality TV now. Like Ratchet. this is wild. Cardi B moment. And then um, they're showing what other couples stayed together, which ones didn't, which ones got married set, like right afterwards to two different people. <laughs> it is, it's a lot, but it's fucking jokes, man. Okay, you should watch it. You know what it is? I don't like, I like drama, but I don't like watching it happen. I only like speaking of it after. Because mm. when I'm watching it happen, I'm like, oh, how, what, uh, and, but <laughs> I guess that's the same yeah. reaction these, these, these sh producers want. It's great. Because it's in, you're invested at that point when you're getting angry. Your, your emotions yeah. are being Invested. As long as they're invested right? in some form. If you're happy, angry, sad, it doesn't matter. You're going to get as invested. As long as it, it touches your emotions, they've got you. Got you. I'm telling you, <laughs> they they hook you in, bro. I mean, that, that's like McDonald's. It's like as long as we're the they're the first person you think of. Mm -hmm. You may not necessarily eat us, but yeah. we want you to be like when you're like, I'm hungry. What I want to eat? Not McDonald's. When you think the fast fact food, that that's the first thing you thought of. They're like, Haha, we did our job. When you think fast food, you think McDonald's yeah. automatically off rip, no matter what. Even if you don't eat it, it's like, what can I eat? McDonald's pops in your head, and you go, no. Yeah. That's the <laughs> and then when I do that, I'm like, I get so angry. I'm like, yeah. You Got me McDonald's. I hate you because you always come up first. Yes, yeah. even if I know it's a no. Ninety-nine percent of the time. Oh, who do I want to fuck? No, not you. Not you. <laughs> I'm not calling you back. Yo, <laughs> I tell you, I got a joke on that. I, I, I tell you. Um, all right, last thing before we get out of here. Uh, should we do this one? I don't even know if this is worth it. This woman. Okay, fuck it. I found a text message of my husband calling our adopted daughter the N word. I don't know where to go from here. Oh. <sighs> so I basically heard his phone vibrate from a text message. Initially, I only read it on his lock screen to check if it was something urgent, but the message got my attention. It said, have her start calling you master, LOL. I immediately became angry because I assumed my husband had been giving his friends details about our sex life. My thumbprint was registered on his phone, so I unlocked it to look at the text. Boy, was I wrong. My husband had only sent one text to his friend that day, and it read, the little nigger spilled juice everywhere today. I really can't catch a break. I at least made her clean it up, though. I was shocked. Unfortunately, I only was able to look at a couple more unrelated texts before I heard my husband turn off the shower. I returned his phone to the nice end, and that was that. I don't know what to do. The texts were obviously in a joking manner. So is the best thing to do just let it slide and never mention it? Does this represent his character in any way? I've been distant the past couple of days, and I think he might be noticing. Hmm. <laughs> What a dumb bitch. She got fucking just, oh, she got torched to the point where she's like, I understand now. <laughs> I'm going to be getting a divorce. <laughs> like, yeah. This, this is my favorite response. There's this, she got a bunch of yeah, really good responses. Because she probably was just blinded. Ain't a tough one at all in my eyes. Like, in my eyes, they both should not have this child. Um. But this woman said, I am an adult black woman. My mother is West African and my adopted dad who raised me is white. As a white person choosing to raise a black child, you have a responsibility to provide a safe space for that child. Dad said, with all due respect, fuck your husband. You have a responsibility to that child who is helpless in this situation and didn't choose to be adopted by someone who is clearly racist. For you to even ask if you should address it and if it's a reflection of his character makes me terrified for that poor little girl. And again, I say this as someone who was raised by a white man in a very small white town. My dad consistently went to war for my mother and I and did everything in his power to protect us from his fellow whites and their assholery. You are, 
if you don't do this for your daughter starting at home, the place that is supposed to be safest, you quite frankly don't deserve to have her and honestly should see that she is with a family who's prepared to do the hard work. You are in for a lifetime of this within your family and outside of it. And I'm already concerned about the job you're going to do protecting her because it's clear you've already sensed your own white fragility and feelings before her wellness. Also, becoming, also coming back to add that although this should go without saying, no, you shouldn't let your racist ass husband who called the black daughter you chose to adopt together, clearly without doing any of the unnecessary, the, clearly without doing any of the necessary self-education around the responsibility you are taking on, pick her up from school. Like, do you even hear yourself? This is why I'm so passionate about the fact that white people should be thoroughly screened, screened and forced to undergo rigorous curriculum about the uh, history of race in this country before they're even allowed near black children for adoption. Because honestly, most of y'all are operating from a place of white savorism, which is precisely why your husband feels so comfortable casually dehumanizing your child in a conversation with his friends. That man doesn't respect humanity, and you faffing about what to do, it means by that by extension, neither do you. I don't think anything else needs to be said there. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another week with us on the Extra Gravy Show. You fucking, you fucking fucks. All I got to say, whoever wrote that comment is our... <gasps> Good youth of the week. Such a good youth. Such a blood clot. You talk to the white people then. And you make some good times. And you tell them how themselves. And their mother. Suck their mother. Yes. Yes. You got anything coming up? POC. People of Comedy. This Thursday. That's tomorrow. Come on through. Yeah. We got Natish Sakuja. Mr. Nitty Sax. One half of the... Hi, podcasting, headlining alongside uh, a bunch of other amazing comics. Come on through. Tickets still on sale. Link in my bio at the Perform Show, POC Monthly. That's that. I have a Scooters party on Friday. Uh, we're going to be doing some Roll Bounce-ass party Ooh. at Scooters on Friday I've always evening, wanted to go to one of those, man. 11 to 3 a.m. Come through, brother. Mississauga. It's going to be lit. It's going to be fun. Um... Next week, Thursday, will be my first headlining show of all time. We've got Natish, we've got Mo Ismail, and we've got my boy Gabriel Broderick. Uh, we're all going to be bringing the funny. Um, and I don't even know how I'm going to lay it out. I don't know if I'm going to host it and then do a set at the end. No, or just, I say you. I was thinking about shotgunning it and then just doing my set at the end after the shotgun. Um, I say you you opened and then let them shotgun and then, and then close. Close. Yeah, I think I do like you know a bit off top, then a bit off bottom. Yeah. yeah. Um, is there is there a rule to headlining like a certain time? Uh, no, no. I think it's just all headliners. No one, not all, but. There comes a point when you know when it's enough. Okay. There may be even a point where, like, you will still want to go, but you're like, no, I should get off now because yeah. this is the highest High, point. Yeah. But there's going to be that point where, like, oh, it feels so good. I want to keep going. Mm -hmm. But just be conscious of that. And I think. I don't know if I have that many jokes I, memorized to so just be like, yeah, let's keep going on them. I think <laughs> also ask somebody to let you at 25, 30, mm. just so that you can round it all out. God, that sounds intimidating. 
25 30 i'm like oh, you have it if you have it it's not that bad the problem is <laughs> i know but still i had i had 25 30 but that was because i was stretching a 10 minute joke for 18 minutes you know wow. what I mean? like seeing it slowly and that's how he did back in the day. now i'm like oh you don't have as much time they don't give you that so like you gotta yeah um chop it up but that's how you can really kill a headliner set if you don't have enough material to fill it you could just slow down your jokes true but you got so much that like just go through it and then this will also be a nice opportunity for you to see which ones really really stick because yeah. some won't stick in a small room but in a bigger room you'll know there's 120 know. people uh room that's beautiful yeah it's a beautiful room it's a good number um the 21st i'll be hosting the culture show at the windsor sports weekend and then at night i will be driving across the pond to detroit for the slow jam party oh, in detroit man. that that's crazy how that day worked out for me man i know it was super wild got a hotel <laughs> like <laughs> i'm getting paid like was, that, that that worked out super nice um, bring back some black Russian crane backwards for your boy. Yeah, you know how I get down, man. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another week. Uh, make sure you guys hit us up on uh, Twitter at Extra Gravy Show, on Instagram at Extra Gravy Show. And, uh, oh, Patreon members. Patreon you members. For your first episode of The Leftovers this week, um, I will be doing a little mini episode for you guys you guys are gonna get the bonus uh weekly episodes so if you're not on the patreon get on there now um, mm. for those who are on there already extra gravy button baby leftovers are coming your way <laughs> <laughs> yeah bro uh so thank you guys so much for tuning in once again i'm marlon i'm big norm and that was the extra gravy planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.